Yo, 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 once again, we're back. This is We're Just a Messenger's Podcast. I'm Mo. I'm Mike. Once again, we in the building, man. It's Do Work Media Sundays. I got my dog Drew in the building. Ah, ah, ah. What's up? How y'all fellas doing? Feeling good. Weather is back to normal now. We got our rain. Yes, sir. Temperature is about 85 degrees. And I'm loving it. Yes, sir. No more of this 101, 102, 105 shit. We got that after rain breeze. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Got an overcast going. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Still got the fat boy racking the car, though. But yes, sir. My dog got the fresh season going. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Need a security getting out the chair. Need a security. It's getting ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous what's going on out here. <laughs> I know you see it. <laughs> I see it too. It's my, dog, my dog might as well adopt a Caesar, man. Yeah, man, I'm just gonna be a, a permanent uh, Caesar getter. I can't do the hair shit no more, man. I'm sorry, pops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Every time I get my hair to a length, like you I was like, gonna start the dress journey, man. I mean, you was gonna tell I me was, that, but it's it's it's. You ain't gonna go through the rough stage. It's not even the rough stage, you know. It's. I guess like the heat really got to me this year. I'm like, man, it's it's too hot for a hair for a <laughs> hair, man. Like, and my hair my hair thick, so it's like, yeah, you know, I, you go outside and like, when I moisturize my hair, it's like a Brillo pad on my head. <laughs> it's hot, it's hot, man. Like it's really hot. Like seriously, it's oh, hot, shit. bro. Oh man. So we gonna get it to first, man. We had some music finally dropped. Seemed like we ain't had a music drop in a minute. So your goat, your goat dropped the album this week, man. How you feel about that? Who's my goat, bro? Future, man. Yeah, man. Free bands. You are a part of Future Hive, right? I'm part of Free Bands. I'm a original uh, Black Negro Gang member, man. Shout out to Future, man. I like this album. Uh, what was it that that stood out to me? Saint Lucia stood out to me. And uh, fire. And uh. What was the one we both? It was an extra. Oh, extra! That shit yeah, fire. Those are the two. Those are the ones right there. You saw a nigga try to get in a slander bag with the whole uh, uh, what record was that? Um, a shotgun. They said he uh sampled promise. Yeah, he did. That's what it sounded like to me. I didn't really hear that until I went back and listened to it again. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. Once I started seeing those tweets, like, oh. This but you know, they try to say that was like an underlying message and all of that. What? What's the message? He miss her. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Nigga sample records every day, B. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. Overall, I give, I give, uh, save me the album. I give it an eight out of ten. An eight? I get about a, I give about an eight too. I give it an eight out of ten. I definitely give I was, it. As everybody was expecting, uh, uh, pop bottles. Pour, pour champagne on women for the whole summer future, but we got a different future. Uh, there was some people who wasn't listening to the lyrics neither because they was like, oh, you thought you was going to get a... Uh, what that tweet had said? That shit that was basically talking about you... We just thought we was going to get misogynistic future and all the other shit. Yeah, but we did, though. Yeah, we did. It's just that they wasn't, they wasn't feeling the beat selection for it. They thought it was going to get, like, turn-up music. But it was still... He still yeah. stayed true to his content, but he just, you know... Cheated on her, she still fed me grapes. Yeah. I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be of that cloth to understand. No, but for real, though, I felt like that was a good album. I like The Wizard, man. He might as well give us a like, third one towards the end of the year, like yeah. around November, December. That'd I be a trifecta. So. I think so. I think you're probably going to wait. Because what, 
Wizard came out with January. January. And now we what this 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 the sixth month of the year. So yeah, I can see you doing a three P for the year. Mm-hmm. Give us different vibes. It'd be like twenty fifteen. Didn't he give us three projects twenty fifteen? Or was Evil twenty sixteen? I think that was because he did what What a Time to Be Alive came out twenty fifteen. He did DS two. He did uh he did Monster. Beast Mode. Yeah, that was twenty fifteen. All that was twenty fifteen. God damn. Yeah, that was. Yeah, because DS2 came out in July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Beast Mode was what? That February. February. And then we got Evil Was. So Evil Was uh, 2015. Or was that 16? I want to say that was 2016, bro. I want to say that, too. But I might be wrong. I know Purple Rain came out 20, 2015, too. 2016. Yeah, because you got to remember now, we got March Madness that same summer, too. 2016. So that had to be early. I feel like we got something else that year too, man. But yeah, man. Shout out to Future, man. He he gave me some good music so far this year. I can't complain. Beast Mode 2 was ass, though. I would die on that hill. He kind of ended the year bad with that one. Well, last year with that one. You still playing that album? I still play uh, At The Light. And uh, what's the what's the other song? version of me whatever that song called i can't remember but nah, i'm like the only yeah. two songs that play off that album so jim jones had a great album man i think jim jones probably gonna have he might be a contender for album of the year man oh this album like that try to tell you this might be his best album i mean i didn't i didn't listen to it yet yeah so. el capo was a real good album the features, I haven't seen the features album, wasn't yeah. too the features wasn't too oversaturated uh the beats was like Perfect, and he stayed in like his pocket. Like it wasn't like it was like a mature type shit, but he still was rapping that that same like shit. From what I've been seeing uh, about the album, everybody saying that this shit is dope. Uh, the standout track that's why everybody talking about was sports cars with currency. Uh, me personally, I want to hear this Rick Ross State of the Union track. That was fire. NYC was fire. Uh, Love of the hustle. Um, nothing lasts with Fab. Uh, my era with Mano, uh, Mama I made it with Cameron. Sports calls the currency was dope. To who and make a CERN. That whole shit ride, man. Right. Like the production was a one on that shit. I really felt like he, he really put like the time and effort into this shit. Like he really sat down and he went into the studio like dog. Like I'm a really piece of shit together. It's like a theme. It was a theme throughout the whole album. Right. Like he touched on a lot of shit. Uh, that track. Uh. What's that shit? Uh, good. Uh, the good die young. Mm-hmm. So he basically got like a like a skit. I think at the beginning on the end, uh, basically like all the rappers who done got killed. That oh, shit was fire. Good. Yeah, that's, yeah. That sound dope. Like, but it was like the news. It was like the news reporting and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit was fire. So shout out to Jim Jones for that one, man. I'm fucking with that shit heavy. Um, who else we got? We got uh your boy T Grizzly. I ain't heard that shit yet. T Grizzly dropped his scriptures uh album. I guess that's an album. Um I I dig it. This number of street music. You know what you get. He said me. some shit about Eminem on that album. Yeah, he said uh he said uh niggas niggas is comparing me to Eminem or something about Eminem running D. I'll kill you, him, him and him. Like some shit like that. Mm, you think he uh out rapping? 
No, I don't think you, I don't think he was saying that from a from a from a I'll, I'll rap these niggas. It's like it's a new time in Detroit. Like niggas not bound down to Eminem like that. That's how I took it. I can understand that his time has came and yeah, went. Yeah, like, time came and went. Like what is he even doing for Detroit? Who is the top nigga in Detroit now? It's really not no top nigga. It's just like you got a collective effort. Just, yeah, it's a collective effort from from the outside looking in. That's how I look at it. I listen to a variety of Detroit artists and. You know, from that alone, like I said, I rock with a lot of them equally. Like, they all do they, they respect them things. Mm. I mean, if niggas want to say it's Big Sean that's put on for Detroit, I would give him that by default because he's the bigger artist. Uh, I fuck with Big Sean, bro. I don't have a problem with Big Sean, but I'm saying, like, yeah. if, if niggas wanted to say that, you know, about Big Sean, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue just based off him being the bigger artist out of everyone. But they Detroit has probably the biggest... Uh, they probably have the biggest underground movement out of all states right now. You got uh, you got Sada Baby, he going crazy. You got uh, you got uh, Babyface Ray. You still got Payroll, Payroll Giovanni, the whole Doughboys cash out. You got a uh, Team Eastside. You got Peasy. You got man, it's a whole lot of niggas, man. <laughs> like it's a whole lot of niggas, man, coming out of Detroit. Doing anything. I wonder if Big Sean will give me an album this year. He's been kind of quiet lately. He ain't really gave me nothing since, uh, since, um. I decided. Was that I decided? Mm-hmm. And that was 2017. Classic. Um, there's somebody else at Detroit that I really like. Um, what's dude's name? Marcus had put me on him. I can't. I can't even remember the name, but I remember I had listened to the shit. It was a pretty good album. I can't remember that nigga name for shit, but I see his face. I can remember though. Right. Um. So, what you rate T Grizzly's album? I gotta. I gotta listen to that shit. I mean, you know what you're getting from T Grizzly. I give it a, a six out of ten. It's not trash, but it's not like. My, not my Yeah, it's not not my But it's not. That's not a knock at T Grizzly giving it the six though. It's just. It is what it is. So how do you feel about DJ Khaled, man? Uh, Hating on not getting the number one DJ album of the Khaled year. DJ Khaled turned into the day. I was surprised, man. Yeah. He did turn into the day he was talking and about. You see a nigga winning, now you're they. Damn. They didn't want to see Tyler get number one. Do you feel like Tom always exposes how somebody really feels? I might have felt like Khaled might have always been the day, man. I mean. Or he's just in his feelings about this album. I mean, what was what was Cal expecting? He was expecting the people to like throw roses at his feet over this. My album nigga, or? you don't make no albums that uh, that you gonna get critically critically acclaimed for. You get a whole bunch of niggas on your album and they rap over your beats. That's it. But they're not even your beats. You don't produce those beats. He or don't like, produce all them shit. I mean, do he put like artistic like I think he, on those beats? I think he I think he do be producing he all be the beats. Did he bang on those like? I think he do. I mean, I mean, if that's new to me, I'm not knocking him. Because I feel like if Khaled was the type of, if he was a guy who was just getting a whole bunch of other producers on his album, like, I feel like that's kind of weak. Yeah, I don't because he ain't, he ain't no rapper. Right. He a producer. You see what I'm saying? But if you getting multiple people, like, to make beats on your album as and you headline it as your album, like, that shit whack. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. Like nah, so I I think yeah I think he does make I can check the credits but I think Khaled do be making all them beats. Right. I mean the album was pretty good. I definitely like the track with Nipsey, but like Khaled should be throwaway shit. Like it don't be records. it don't stick. 
it don't be records that they get in the in the when he get these artists. I don't think these be like records that these artists are actually in the same studio session together. I feel like these are records that like niggas doing they they verses and they send in like the open verses to the other artists and then they send it to Khaled and Khaled put his you know you get what I'm trying to say. No, no, I get. Like, I don't think these are like organic I- records that are like cooked up. Like me and you rap, so we go to the studio together and do these songs. We can make up the concept for the song together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it flow better. It flow differently when it's like that, as opposed to, hey, I I got this open verse. Let me sing you the song, and you just figure it out from there. Like it's different. Hmm. I, I I just like with Khaled. It's like he and his. I feel like he looking for more recognition than he don't really deserve. When it comes to like Khaled and number one album don't mix. Like, has he ever had a number one? I can't say. Like, but I know what I'm expecting. To me, he be, he be giving me a mixtape on a album level. Like, he gonna get a whole bunch of different artists on a track with a whole bunch of different songs, and you know, it just come and go. Like, he done had some dope songs though. Like, uh, I'm so hood. Welcome to my hood. Go hard. Like shit like that. Like. I didn't. You done. You done made me, like, get a accustomed to what what type of shit that you gonna give me. So like, I don't expect Khaled to have a number one album. Like, he ain't gonna have no critically acclaimed album because he's not that type of artist. He's just right. the producer who's gonna get a whole bunch of other rappers on the album. That's it. I don't think his. I don't know why he got in his feelings about Tyler having a number one album. I don't though. think, like, like you said, like number one album. I don't even think that should be his his aim. Like, he should just go for the big singles. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's his. To me, at least. Like you said, like, those singles are, like, classic singles. You know what I'm saying? Like, the mm-hmm. I'm All Ones, the, uh, like, the Go Hard, the, uh, I was, I'll go recent, like, uh, like, the Wild Thoughts. That wasn't, like, a, a single, like, a favorite of mine, but that did, that did good for him. So, I feel like that should be, like, his, his aim, like, as far as, like, where he measured himself at. Mm-hmm. Where would you put Kyle as producers all time? Where would you rank him? Uh, he's definitely not in my top ten or twenty. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I feel like Khaled is like a wild card type shit. I don't really, cause that's the thing. Like, I don't. I really like. I don't. I don't know where to. I don't know like what to classify him as. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like with Kanye, I know Kanye like get busy. Like, if I if I say, hey, Kanye, chop something up for me right now, like. You know what I'm saying? Kanye gonna cook up. I don't. I've never seen. It's not discrediting DJ Khaled. I've never seen Khaled like chop no sample down and give me a beat. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've never seen that from him. Like so nah, I, don't, I don't. I don't ever expect Khaled to get recognized on that on that level. Like I mean, you just do what you do. I don't know what he was looking for. It's terms. He said he make albums that niggas talk about in the barbershop. I've never, I been never heard a nigga talk about DJ Khaled album in the barbershop, man. I've never man. heard niggas talk about DJ Khaled in the barbershop. Never. So like, like, like oh, y'all heard that new Khaled? Nah. It must, it must be two barbershop cultures that he's talking about. Gotta be. And, you know, he must be talking about sports clips. Yeah, gotta be. Shout out to my Dominican brothers. He might be talking about like the Dominican shops or something, but where they putting fire on niggas' hair and shit. But I've never seen, I've never been in a, in a DJ Khaled producer uh, conversation or DJ Khaled convo, period. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, at what point, like, are we. Nah, he just. 
you just you just there. You know what I'm saying? There's no disrespect to him, but he he just I feel like he kind of got like a cheat code. Like what other what other producer really put an album together with just other niggas on it and he don't do nothing but shout out shout out the artists on the track. Nobody's ever done that except Khaled, but he's made a career off of that. Like is that is there any value to that? Niggas will say Puff Daddy, but Puff Daddy was way more like hands on with the. No, music. he was way more hands on, and he'll give you a verse. But that's the thing, like niggas would discredit uh, Puff Daddy because they would be like, he's not a producer because you know, like back in the day, he had like track masters doing a lot of those songs. But it's like without without Diddy's vision, those songs wouldn't be a, what they are. Shit, Puff Daddy and the Family won Grammy. That's what I'm saying, but. He rapped on a lot of that shit. He did rap on a lot of that, but it's like what people will, they will be like, he didn't like physically make those beats. But I'm like, dog, like he still put that vision in their head. Like, yeah, I want, I want this this exact sound. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like that's still production. You're you're still you're still producing. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. What I, I what I when I when I think of a producer, like I think of Timberland, I think of Pharrell, I think of Forty. I think a uh, DJ Premier, I think a um, uh, Just Blaze, like those are the niggas. I, but those guys ain't never did like what Cali be doing with an album. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But for him to make a career off of that, I thought that was kind of like, I thought it was kind of weird. I ain't saying nothing wrong with it, but he really got successful off of doing that shit. Cause like Clue kind of used to do that on the mixtape level. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. But Clue ain't never got to the success level as far as like on the mainstream level like Khaled did it. I kind of felt like he took, not took, but like he just, because there's a whole bunch of people doing it. But I felt like Clue could have did what Khaled did on a on that level. I think maybe because he touched people from different regions, like Clue was just more New York based. Yeah, Clue, Khaled was, Khaled built a lot of relationships within the industry. Because so he was able to get Boosie, Ace Hood, yeah, and you know fucking like Papoose and but, all that type of that shit on mean, one that, record. That mean a lot because, like you said, like. I will give him that though. For him to get artists from different regions on yeah, a track, Clue, yeah, that's Clue amazing. Was more, Clue was more East Side, like New York. Yeah, yeah, New York like, based. Khaled was, he was all regions. And you know, that, that, that. That hold more weight in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? I do feel like that's needed, though. Yeah, that is I needed. I say that, that but needed. I do feel like it was kind of... I didn't see him getting the success this long term as he did doing that type of style of getting all those artists on one track, like, from different regions and different areas. Like, that was crazy to me, but I feel like that is needed. Khaled is needed, but I would have never... I can never attach number one album and DJ Khaled together. Like, I just... Nah, I know what I'm getting from you. It's nothing. He's never gotten any better with what he's done. It's just remain consistent. Same, like, it's it's the like, same. Like, how do you? But that, that's the thing. Like, how do what you? What is he? Expe- that's what I'm saying. Like, what exactly you, is he expecting? What's the next level to that? You know there is no next level to that's that what I'm shit. Saying, so it's like, you can't really. And I haven't listened to the Igor album, but from, from what I've been, the reviews I've been getting from it, like a lot of people have been saying, like, you know, Tyler went to a different bag with this album. Like, he went different with the album. Like, he did a different sound. Like, he, you know, he talked about different things. So, it's like, just based off the artistry alone, if we if we just going off that, like, who should be number one, just me not even listening to that album and already know what I'm getting from Khaled. And, you know, I would put the Tyler album over that just based off the artistry alone that went into the album. 
I already know what I'm getting from Khaled. That's nothing, you know. It's nothing. That's, that's nothing. why I don't be anticipating none of his albums. I don't. It, it, nothing has changed since '07. Yeah. And you talking about 2019? That's 12 years. Like you have never grown on any. We know what you're gonna get. You gonna get a whole bunch of niggas on the track, and then we just gonna pick whatever we like the most. That's it. Khaled was real salty about that shit, but I hope that shit don't start affecting his him going forward. I don't know if he was trolling or tripping. It seemed like he was serious. But, nigga, nobody has ever talked about your album in the barbershop in life. <laughs> I've never been in the streets and niggas ask me, hey, you hear the new Khaled? No. Nah. It's never happened. And if anything, niggas say, hey, well, you heard that track uh, with Ross on such and such album? Yeah, they were. That's what even, niggas say. Niggas say the artist first. Yeah, they don't even refer to it as a That's Khaled. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, niggas don't refer to that shit as a Khaled record. Like, when I think of I'm So Hood, I think about Luda and Jeezy and T.I. killing that shit. Like, I don't think about Khaled when when it comes to shit. Like, Go Hard, I think that's Kanye's song till this day. Right. But that's 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 Khaled's song. But I think about Kanye T-Pain killing that shit. I don't think about DJ Khaled on that shit, man. So, yeah, Khaled, man, don't hate on Tyler because he got the number one album out here. You heard Tiger new shit? Nah, I haven't heard Tiger's new shit, but... I mean, I heard a few of his, his new songs on the radio or whatever, but... Bro, I must be missing something, because that Tiger shit ain't, ain't clicking with me yet. Like, I'm like Soldier Boy, like, Tiger, Like, <laughs> like for real, like, I when he said that shit, I felt him, because I'm like, dog, like, I don't I don't feel like Tiger had any smashing records like that, dog. Like, niggas say he had the song of the summer last year. Yeah, I don't that, think he had the song of the, the summer last in, year. In his defense, the Taste song was big for him last year. It did do a lot for him last was that year. The, was that with the song with him and Nicki? That's the song him and Offset. Oh. Uh-huh. The song that Joe Budden was singing. Oh, that song. <laughs> nah, bro. I don't feel like that was a song. You really feel like that was a song of the summer last year? I mean, that song was. That song did get a lot of spin last summer, dog. What, what song of the summer last year? <laughs> Shit, in my feelings. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't argue that either. Drake probably had two songs in the summer last year. With, what was uh, the other one? Oh, uh, Nice For What? Nice For What? Yeah. You got to think, uh, in my feelings, did now that shit had went viral, too. Yeah, off the dance shit alone. Off the dance off shit, the shit, alone. shit alone. And you see, <laughs> sidebar, man. Did you see... Uh, oh, Drew, come in here and have this conversation, man. <laughs> <laughs> he don't love giving that nigga his credit, bro. I seen uh, the nigga Shiggy was on his Instagram. He was like, uh, yo, I've been lost lately. I'm I, is he trolling or is he being serious? I asked him in the comments. Who I'm like, yo, you good, bro? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to find myself. I'm, I'm feeling lost. Because just the day before, he dropped the video with him and his girl playing basketball and shit. And he was dragging that ass. <laughs> so I don't know. I uh, know, man. I don't <laughs> want Shiggy to hit no wall, man. I feel like Shiggy should be bigger than what he is, too. Based off what? Like... He was like kind of like the one to like really do like the when da 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 like happens and like right you see what I'm saying and do like doing like, the voice which within yourself and do shit. Do you feel like he kind of got away from that? <laughs> yeah, because his breakthrough was in my feelings challenge. That was his breakthrough. Did he? He kind of got turned into the dancing nigga, man. He got tired of that shit, and I got tired of that shit. But but the thing like I remember speaking on this like when this was going on. And niggas was calling me a hater, and I'm like, bro, I'm not nah, hating on Shiggy at all. I don't want Shiggy to become like a puppet him, for dancing, bro. Yeah, I don't want to be a puppet, like you know, Jigaboo type nigga. Like, like every time somebody, like he get, he be at the court, he'll be at the game court side and be like, be like oh, dance, dance, 
dance. Like, like remember when Dave East was recording? He was like, yeah, dance, he's like, dance. dance he was, got mad. I was like, like bro, chill. Yeah. Dance. I was like, yo, like, come on now. Nah, dog. Like, I don't. I feel like she, I don't know if he's playing or not. You see what I'm saying? So I don't know. But if he is going through some depression shit, like, I want him to break that shit. I want to see him win more than any, like, IG. He ain't really an IG comedian. He kind of just, like, he's just a funny nigga, man. I think the, the top niggas right now is uh is Desi Banks and Ha Ha, man. I really don't. I'm not. I'm not really a fan of Ha Ha, bro. I fuck with Ha. Desi is funny as fuck. Desi funny as a motherfucker, bro. Yeah, I fuck with like, Desi Banks. <laughs> I don't find Ha Ha funny. Like, like that. the shit that he be talking about, like when, like you know, when niggas hood niggas do this, yeah, that be accurate. Be, like it don't be like Twitter, force. It don't it be don't, force. It don't be Twitter hood nigga jokes. Like it be like real hood nigga jokes. Like I get it. Like because I've seen that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I fuck with Desi Banks. That nigga's hilarious. You be using the hashtag ComicView2019 on Twitter on jokes? Uh, I use. I don't think I use it uh, <laughs> for 2019. I've seen Jesse Kurt use that shit a lot. I know last year I used it a lot because niggas was trying to be funny too hard. Like, oh, I, <laughs> I could have used it the other day. This girl was like, uh, what she say about Future? She was like, uh, hold on, man. Let me find this tweet because this shit was funny to me. I was like, oh, this girl wants some attention like so bad. She said something about future being a junkie or some shit like that. I said, oh, look at me. <laughs> That's what we do now. Look at me. But, yeah, Desi is funny. Who else funny to you, Mike? Um, Rennie. Rennie been laying low to me, man. I don't know. What, I don't know what he got. Going. I think Rennie, he trying to get more into like TV. Actor, you know, he got a couple yeah. of he got commercials. A couple commercials, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh, he, he might. He saw a commercial and all. He might be trying to tap into that. Um, I, I just, ain't mad at him for that. I used to think King Kiron was funny, but that nigga had blocked me and shit. So I ain't seen that nigga videos in about three years. <laughs> Hold on, the King Kiron nigga. Yeah, he blocked you. Yeah. <laughs> for what? I don't know. I can't remember. I think I had asked him about some, um, yeah, it said something. I can't remember. It was, oh, Madden. It was like, he had went live on his man. I said that nigga was whack. That nigga blocked me. Wow. Because you know niggas be going live with they twitching shit? Right. Yeah, and I was watching that shit, nigga be getting his ass cut. I told nigga he was trash in the comments, nigga blocked oh, me. Oh, yeah, this is this is the tweet. Future make music for niggas who, quote, unquote, babysit their own kids. And I quote, I was like, look at me, like, you know. That was a whack joke. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, niggas be saying some corny shit. She put babysitting quotations in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was whack. Get that shit out of here. But ain't too many IG comedians I fuck. Now, I'm a hard critic when it comes to comedy, bro. You are. You are. Yeah, I have. A lot of shit just don't move me, bro. And you know what? You know what really bothered me? <laughs> this girl was like, her Mount, her Mount Rushmore of, uh, her Mount Rushmore of comedians was like Dave, Red Fox, uh, I think she had Jamie Foxx and uh, someone else. And I was like, I agree with this list. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Say that last name again? I think she had Jamie Foxx on there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. I'm not sure. But I agreed with the list. It was a solid list. It was a solid list. I don't, I'm not sure if it was Jamie Foxx, but it was some solid names up there. Say it one more time. It was, man, you're going to make me find this damn shit now. But, uh, it was it was a, it was a solid list. So when I was asking her, I was like, "Yeah, I agree with this list, but I wish it was some way I could put." Uh, it was I, I said I wish it was a way I could put Patrice O'Neal on this on this. You Mount, can 
on this Mount Rushmore without moving the names you already had. Because in my opinion, I thought that was a perfect list. She was like, is Patrice Neal the Parsley of comedy? Because niggas always throw his name up there. And I was like, no. nigga, you finna get fucking blocked, yeah, my nigga. Like, like what nah. are you talking about, bro? Like, nah, we not doing about? that. We not doing nah, none of that. We not doing that. We not doing. She had she had Richard Pryor. That's what it was. It was Richard Pryor, Red Fox, Dave Chappelle, and I think uh, Bernie Mac. And I was like, that's a perfect. I, I can't I would, be mad at that. I would rock with that. Yeah, with I would that rock with Rushmore, that. But I was like, I wish I could. I wouldn't put, have Red Fox and Richard on my shit, though. I said, I wish. But I'm not going to knock if no, you put I them up there. No. You know what I'm they saying? legends. They legends. You know what I'm saying? We're we not going to have a lot of shit without them. That's the hardest art form on this planet, bro, exactly. is being a comedian. So, like, and I respect it. But a lot of these motherfuckers ain't funny, bro. Like, I don't think a lot of niggas is cut for that, man. Like, they just not for it. And it's, it's not... It's not a knock on them. It's just like, you know, maybe you should just find a different lane. Bro, you think Dave funny, bro? Like, I know we had this conversation. Mike, you nah, think we're not doing this today, Mike. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Dave funny, bro. Like, nah, fam. Like, nah, bro. Like, his show never really moved me like that neither, bro. Like, it has some... I'm not a fan of that dressing up being animated type shit, bro. Like, bro, a lot of comedians do that, bro. Like, a lot of that's just that's yeah. Just, like Eddie Murphy is a legend, but I'm not a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of the Nutty Professor series, bro. Like that whole shit. Like, nah, it had its moments for me, but I'm not gonna say that's like the best comedy ever, bro. My Mount Rushmore would be Bernie Mac, Patrice O'Neal, um, Cat Williams. And probably Aries Spears. How the fuck you put Aries Spears on a Mount Rushmore of comedy? That nigga is funny as fuck, bro. He's not funnier than Dave Chappelle at all. Yes, he is, fam. That nigga stand up. His stand ups be funnier than Dave's. Dave's last two stand ups put me to sleep, bro. Like when you think niggas don't niggas don't talk about Dave's stand ups. They talk about his shows. He really ain't got no funny stand-ups, bro. His stand-ups, so he do got he do got classic stand-ups. That that live at the Rushmore is a classic. When you talk about the baby selling crack, that's a classic stand-up. Mm. Killing them softly, classic. Those are two. <laughs> a lot of people don't got one classic stand-up. What's a what's a classic Air Spirit stand-up need to watch? I only know the nigga from from Mad TV. So what 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 does what is Air Spirit done to push comedy, bro? Like so that, that would you put him over Dave Chappelle? Nah, he don't got the floor that, is yours. No, nah, he don't got that work. He don't got the work like Dave Chappelle. But I just think the nigga is funnier than him. That's why I'm putting him on my Mount Rushmore. Like I would listen to those four like before I would listen to Dave Chappelle easily. Oh, so like a personal, like a personal Mount. Dog, what are we basing the Mount Rushmore of? Is your personal list? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would, I, I wouldn't argue that, Mike. That's your personal. He's had a better, he's had a better career than Aries Spears all day. I'll take him off and put D Ray on there. If we, if, 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 if honestly, them two tied to me. D Ray is way funnier than Aries Spears. Okay, I mean. then I'll put, I'll put D Ray <laughs> over Aries Spears in. So I'll rock with D Ray, um, Paul, uh, I mean not Paul, um, Patrice O'Neill. Bernie Mac and who else? I said Cat Williams. That's my fool. Niggas don't bring up Cat Williams like how they how they should though. I think right. Cat get his uh just do. You feel like he don't? No, he definitely as in recent times. Yeah, he has been getting his just do. So yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Yeah, but a lot of these uh You think Jess Hilarious is funny? I think Jess Hilarious is, is fine as hell. Do you think she's funny? She's funny for what she does. And what is that that she does? See her little her her Instagram shit. She was funny on the rail on the rail show on the rail. Uh, I like her little her little new shit. Be funny sometimes. It's a lot of them funny niggas who ain't like the top tier. Like uh, what's the nigga that became big all Vine? Um, the light skinned nigga. Who? What's that nigga name, man? He got the Sprite commercial now too. You know who I'm talking about, man. Oh, uh, Vine. He got he got big off Vine. He big on Instagram now too, but he made his his come up off Vine. The light skinned dude, man. What's that nigga name, man? Uh, damn, he got the he got the Sprite commercial when them boys uh when they drink the Sprite and then they, the little the little shit be playing one on one. What's that nigga name, man? Let me see. You gonna make me find this shit? <laughs> Hey, who's funnier, Chris Rock or Eddie Murphy? Eddie. Ty. You said Ty Mike? Yeah. I'm going with Eddie. We talking about stand-ups or like overall body overall. work? Hmm. I see. Now I got to think. Eddie ain't give me head of state. This nigga, man. But Chris ain't give me delirious stand-up. Oh, uh. That is that nigga is funny. That nigga is kind of funny. I don't think funny. that nigga funny, man. He is low key funny. He got his moments. So that's what it is. I think that's what it is. Uh, we gotta really just go off the tiers of comedy. Like it's it is levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? You got niggas who just funny in certain aspects. Like how like remember how I say Kevin Hart, his his bread and butter to me is like roasting. You know what I'm saying? Like. If you put him, if I say, hey, I'm going to put Kevin Hart on this side of the floor, and I'm going to put but his roasting be whack, too. Nah, that nigga go in, bro. He go in with the roasting, bro. Like, back-to-back-to-back roasting? Like, we nah, going back-to-back? No. Like, no, you can just look at his all his appearances on Wild and Out when they tell him the roast niggas. Like, Kevin Hart, Cat go in. is a way better roaster than Kevin. And, and, and I'm not going to argue that neither, but I'm saying as far as Kevin Hart's skill set go, like the roaster shit, that's his bread and butter for his skill set. Who's the goat when it comes to roasting? Because I already know who I already know who the goat is. A roaster. Either, either, uh, uh, it's gonna either be, it's gonna either be Cat or Jamie to me. Nah, D Ray. D Ray. See, that's what they all I, day. I, I, I don't really, <laughs> I don't really listen. What you put? Let me, let me. Bro, when D Ray, and you know he's the master of doing that shit at his shows. Like if he got a heckler, oh, like yeah, he's the king of roasting a heckler, bro. You know who also do that? Uh, them I ninety five boys, Carlos and Chico Bean and all of them. I ain't never really checked them out. They go in on their hecklers, bro. Oh, okay. They go in. Go look them up on YouTube. They uh, they shows. Out. They be going there. But D Ray is the king of roasting, bro. He is. He's the king of roasting, bro. I gotta get. I gotta get. Because if you can do it, if you could do it while you doing your work, that that's special to me. Yeah, that is. You see what I'm saying? I forget to put Mike Gaps up there too. Mike Gaps is a personal favorite of mine too. Yeah, I'll put him like, I'll put him like five six range. Where 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 do we put? Because we fuck with Lil Duval. Where do you put Lil, du, Lil Duval as comedians? I don't feel like people really talk about this one. I doing. feel like he's more. He's the. He don't really got that that punchline comedy, but like he's the truth comedian. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right, like, right, right, right. He gonna say a lot of truth within his comedy. Patrice was like that too, yeah, though. But Patrice yeah. also had. That that punchline. And he might give you a little dance and shit like that, but like Duval is like more the truth, the truth comedian. Like, 
Yeah, that's where I would put him at. Like a Paul he's Mooney. Kind of, yeah. But more, a little bit more funny. Like a little this, bit more. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I yeah, get you get what I'm saying. saying. Like, yeah, that's where I would put Duval at. And he petty. Nah, he petty as fuck. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But it's a lot of truth within his petty. Right. That's 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 the that's the best way I could describe it. Like he's a personal favorite. He's a personal favorite. I fuck with Lil Duval big time. But like when it comes to that roasting shit, yeah. Dog, D Ray would kill Ke- uh, Kevin in a roasting like. I'd love to see it. I'm not saying I don't. That's what I'm saying. I would watch it and not even be like, oh, I want. I think he'll light his ass up. I would watch it just for the pure entertainment. Just factor. like how Red, uh, Red Man and Method Man was on How High when the boy <laughs> be cooking the professor. That type shit. Get him. Yeah. And I feel like if you was to tell D Ray get him like back to back to back to back, he would be lighting niggas up. But don't them niggas, <laughs> don't them niggas trip off each other though. Like aren't they all like cool? Like bro. I don't know because I don't really I don't follow them. No, that be on little, that be little Duval and D Ray. Like they be on each other's Instagram sometimes. Like. Oh, like if they catch each other in the airport, they be frying each other. And Michael Blackson, they be on that same. They be, whenever they see each other, they be roasting. Michael each Blackson other. is crazy with the roasting too now. He is too. See, that's what <laughs> like, he crazy with the roasting too like, now. It's, it's definitely he'll light your ass it's, up. It's, it's tears to this yeah, shit. Like, you it's know what tears. So it's it's like, tears to that shit. Michael Blackson get busy with the roasting. I forgot do. about him. He got a he got classic. Like he's a classic roaster, bro. <laughs> And then he good with the timing and shit. Like, remember when Bobby Valentino got caught up with all that wild shit? <laughs> Why Michael Blackson had like Bobby Valentino ass up one day? I was like, damn. That nigga Bobby Valentino was like, damn, Mike, LOL. <laughs> he know that shit that hit home, bro. He was like, oh, my bad, Bobby. Dog, that nigga Michael Blackson get busy. But yeah, man. Oh, shout out to all the comedians doing their thing, man. I'm gonna try to be a little less, you know. Um, hey, would y'all come out if I if I went to uh, an amateur night for comedy and did like a little ten minutes? Yeah, boy, I, yeah, <laughs> I support there, you, my nigga. Get up there, talk about my life for a little bit. I feel like though, what make you a true comedian is just like talking about real shit. Yeah, 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 that's what it is. Making it, making you gotta laugh at your, you gotta laugh at your truths and your pain. That's yeah, what it is. you know what I'm saying. You that's what comedy is. And just put a twist on that shit, yeah. bro. Like. That's what made Bernie Mac so special. Yeah, Bernie. That's why. That's why I I love Bernie Mac and Patrice Bruh. O'Neal, bro. Like when nobody talk about black people in the funerals. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> nobody. What? Nobody was as off. Like there was nothing that was off. Like off limits to them. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. And that's what it is. Like because when you live life, when you live life, and you're like, you can see anything in life. You know what I'm saying? And you might you might be like, damn, my fucked up for laughing at this internally. But if you look, if you was to watch like a Bernie Mac or a Patrice O'Neal stand up, they would actually talk about the shit that you would be like, damn, I might feel fucked up for laughing. For laughing at it. But they, they brought it to the light. They bringing it to the light. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that's why I respect them too so much, bro. Like there would never be another Patrice or Bernie, bro. Like at no, all. Facts. Facts. I thought you was about to see Jamie Foxx though, because I was like, nigga, please. Nah, he got classic standups, but he's not like. Oh, Jamie. Not like roasting wise, hell no. Oh, Jamie is not funny, bro. Jamie is funny, bro. Jamie Get is funny. off my Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie is funny, bro. Hey, y'all <laughs> niggas gonna stop. Y'all niggas gonna stop disrespecting uh, Fresh Prince on the TL, bro. Man, 
Hey, that whole Aunt Viv, light skin, dark skin Aunt Viv shit, y'all need to dead that if y'all gonna keep boosting my wife and kids, bro. So what a, like what for real. What like a, stop using that as a stop using that as a crutch, bro. Cause that shit is corny. What about Uncle Phil not wanting his hood his hood family to come to his house? The shit is a TV why, show, fam. Why was Uncle Phil ashamed to have family from the hood? Bro, like, it's nothing. I, I get it. Like, it's easy to pick on, but, like, niggas ain't really. Dog, it was a TV show, fam. Like, they grew up. Like, he got up out the hood. He made a better life for his family. Yeah, he didn't bring show. Yeah, he didn't bring Will on one show when the boy went on Oprah. And they look how funny that shit turned out. But it was real, though. Like, you can't you can't turn your back on your family, bro. But he wasn't like that throughout the whole the whole session now. Like, come on, bro. Like, it wasn't it wasn't like that throughout all the seasons. Right. I mean, I I just be tripping off this shit. I just be tripping. Like, I get it, because it's true. He was ashamed of that man. He was ashamed of that man. But y'all man. niggas be trying to highlight that dark skin, light skin, and viv shit. Especially Jesse. <laughs> y'all niggas love to get in y'all bag when it comes to aunt. I mean, and then he goes <laughs> and then niggas gonna say, Oh, the dark skin girl wasn't funny on my wife and kids. Still, they swipe they couldn't get another dark skin girl? Yeah, they did they did they did do the same thing. Oh, okay. Okay. No, I'm not okay. listen. No, shit, but you gonna mute on the TL when I bring that shit up. This shit be funny to me, Mike. You know the shit. <laughs> like, come on now. This shit do be funny, like <laughs> I was like, damn, niggas forgot. Y'all love my wife and kids. I love my wife and kids, bro. My wife and kids probably the most underrated black TV comedy. Mm -mm. What is then? No, the park is funny to my wife and kids. You're tripping. Big time. That shit is funny, bro. It's not funny to my wife and kids, Mike. You're tripping. No, let's be real, bro. The park is was funny as fuck, bro. It was funny as fuck, but it's not funny to my wife and kids, my nigga. Like, no. You like the Hughleys, don't you? No, I don't like the Hughleys. And I gave the Hughleys a chance. Because I remember when Hughleys first came on, they was trying to revamp. He shouldn't have uh, been a part of Kings of Comedy, neither. Yeah, they could have got somebody have. else. He, he shouldn't have. They should have had some. It was it was probably 10 comedians that deserved to be a King of Comedy before Theo Hughley. And you know the fucked up part about it? Like, that that one movie held so much weight. Like, they'll probably never do another Kings of Comedy. You know what I'm saying? So, to have D.L. Hughley, and matter of fact, to have him and Steve Harvey as, as Kings of Comedy forever. I don't, I'm don't. i not mad at Steve Harvey being up there. Look, dog, he got a couple of funny stand-ups. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, but where do you rank Steve Harvey all time? Nah, not in my top 10. But is he, he got a... Is, is he top 20? Yes, I ain't gonna disrespect him like that now. You you almost have to. It's like certain people you have to. But do we? That's what I'm saying. Do we have to based off the comedy or just because they were there? That's what I'm saying. Like, is it based off of the couple of standups I seen? I can see why Steve Harvey would be up there. Like the one that he had back in 0809, like before Barack had became president. That shit was classic. I have to go catch that. I ain't even gonna lie. So what about Cedric the Entertainer? No, not funny to me. I'd keep Cedric. But I can see why he's like, the king's a comedy guy. I like, I like Cedric's segment on that show over DLs. The one he did a Jamaican the Jamaican song about making a sandwich. You think you think Cedric funny? Yeah, I find him funny. I think out of that little Steve Harvey show, he was probably the funniest. He no, was he the, was the funniest. He was the funniest person on that show. No, he him was. and Levita. And then uh, Levita Alizé Jenkins with the new show with Tracy Morgan, the OG. He's kind of funny. He is funny on that show. Yeah. That show actually funny. I gotta watch it that is. shit. I haven't watched it. It's yet. actually it's actually a good show. It really. I is. like that show because I, I gave it a hard time before I actually like sat down and watched it. It's a good show. Yeah, like I I never really was a fan of Tracy Morgan's voice, but. He's funny no, I, as shit in this. I fuck with Tracy Morgan, man. That's, that's hustle, man, bruh. 
He has his he has his moments, man. He has his moments. But I, I think after after that whole like him getting in that car accident with a Walmart truck or whatever, mm-hmm. I think he's been in his bag as far as like he's he's on his shit. Yeah, I mean they they had they they, they took care of him from that. Yeah, you know? they did. I just was seeing on Twitter the nigga uh he was driving a Bugatti in the middle of New York and someone hit him. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he was in an accident. Mm-hmm. Somebody hit him. But dog, imagine being in a car accident and you hit a fucking Bugatti, bro. Your car insurance would be a thousand a month for life. You're walking. And he ain't bought that shit neither. And it was a Uber. It was a Uber driver that hit him. Oh, he fucked. <laughs> he the fucked. Uber driver. He's fucked, bro. Ooh, he lifetime banned. <laughs> <laughs> lifetime banned, bro. Like he just. I hope he was on the actual like ride, like for real. For it real. looked like the dude like. Hit Tracy Morgan car. That's a Bugatti, bro. Right. Like I heard, like the oil change is like ten thousand. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous, and I think uh, the tires on them should are ridiculous. Also, like, I remember like T Pain was talking about his Bugatti. He was like, uh, it was like something wrong with like a part. I think it was like a radiator or something. Mm-hmm. He was like for the amount that it would have cost to get a radi to get a new radiator. He could have got another one. He could have got like three cars, <laughs> like three like like good cars, like three like. Good beamers and and Benz and <laughs> shit like that. That's why he was like, man, fuck this shit. Like, you know, I just got it to say I got one. That's the wrong move to do. I would, I if I even if I had the money, bro, I probably would lease that motherfucker, man. I'd lease it and rent it out. That's how you get your money. Hold on, we don't give too much jewels away. <laughs> <laughs> give too much gems away. That's how that's that's how they killing them though. With that uh, turbo, they rent they either buying these cars or or you know leasing them out. Financing them and sending them places. Certain cars, right I feel like you should lease. Yeah, I definitely lease a Bugatti though. I ain't playing with because that. Because the thing is, like, a Bugatti is gonna be worth five hundred k once you pull it off the lot and you buying off it for top. two million. Off top, you see what I'm saying? Like, nine times out of ten, you're not driving it like that. The gas run out that motherfucker quick. And you know, you know the the Bugatti got two ignitions too. Mm-hmm. You gotta start the shit. You gotta shit the, uh, start the shit both ways, bro. Like, yeah, that shit is crazy. It's a nice car though. I'm not paying all that for no, no I'm car. Good. <laughs> I'm good. I mean, more power to Tracy Morgan, though. You got it. Go for it. But uh, that's not me. All right, so what's next, man? Uh, What's next, man? We going to talk about the, the crazy Beehive fans or what? Beyonce, man. I, I had need Beyonce to... Uh, I drop that statement. Yeah, I need a personal statement. Uh, not the pub, not from the publicist. I don't man. need a third party telling me what. The shit, the shit was whack, man. And you can easily like see what they was talking about. It's like we get it at first, but like when you start making threats, bro, like you getting out of line. Like, and I feel like as, as like you know, the artist, you need to speak speak to your fans about that personally. And then it's like you don't even know who. Like this- Beyonce has made personal statements about plenty of other things, but when it comes to her fans, it's like she passed the buck. You see what I'm saying? And, like, I can't respect that. A lot of people that. do that, though. Cardi, I mean, Cardi don't do it. Uh, Nicki don't speak on her on her corny-ass fan base. Like, yeah, but the thing is, though, like, and, yeah, especially with Nicki, I ain't never seen Cardi fans, like, make, like, death threats. No, you're right. You're right. I'll take Cardi. Like, when you go on as far as to make death threats, like, that woman asked Jay what, she, what he wanted to drink. And y'all don't even know who she is. She's the owner's wife. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, see, like, I'm just, and I, and I, and it, the same the same respect should be shown to her either way, whether she's the owner's wife or just a regular, you know, bystander. But like, this is the owner's wife. She's not just in these people's face to like, you know, waste time. Like, she was trying to accommodate them because they were guests at her husband's arena. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for y'all to be 
you know, trying to make it something that is not, that's beyond corny to me. Like, and y'all threatening this lady's life. Like, like that wasn't, it wasn't that deep at all. No, dog. Like, I feel like she need to, if your publicist can make a statement, you should be able to make a statement. That's how I look at it. Especially something as serious as that. Because that, like, people, you know, kill themselves behind shit like that, bro. Like, that shit gets to them. That lady ain't never probably had no social media interacting on that level like that. And, like, all of a sudden she getting death threats, bro. Like, she probably never had She to. shook. She shook. She shook. Like, she should have said something. Even if Beyonce apologized to her in person. Like she still needs so to should have said something publicly for the, for the yeah you right yeah but my thing is this like because if by you not saying nothing bro like you empower them exactly you still you, em, you still empower them to run around and run them up like how they do bro she, she should have easily been like made a little video any fan doing this type of behavior is not a, a not a Beyonce fan period that's all it take I don't get why she not saying nothing bro like. Are we asking for too much from Insane? Nah, she should be saying because had that been, imagine future fans making death threats to Sierra or some shit like we that. Don't, we've never done that. You see what I'm saying? But just imagine <laughs> that. Making death threats, period. Like that man would have had to release a statement like ASAP. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like, that's still my baby mom, y'all. Like y'all tripping now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all wilding like, out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, let that have been any other fan base, bro. Probably except Nikki because, you know, they fans, yeah. Well, her fans corny too. Her fans yeah, corny definitely. Too. I didn't experience we, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nikki still got fans. What? Fans. <laughs> <laughs> Do she? I say woo child. Woo child. Oh, them boy got Nick bag that day on my Instagram, bro. And they told my nigga all he got is shoes and a phone. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> One called me a monkey. All type of crazy shit. Yeah. Facts. Yeah, pink. This is a pink skinned person called my dog a monkey. Facts. You're idolizing a black woman. Facts. You you see you see where I'm going at with that, right? All right. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like we we need artists to you know get into this shit with their fan bases because they run out and thinking that they defending there's someone's legacy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. Like that shit is crazy. And I like Beyonce. You see what I'm saying? Like, I actually grew up appreciation for her when I went to her uh, tour last year, her and Jay-Z tour. I can see, I can understand now why, like, she get the love that she get because she don't fumble not no performance, bro. Like, I've never and, seen her fumble a performance ever. And, and singing live? Shit. While dancing and doing all that? Yeah, she gets busy. But, like, as far as, like, her fans, bro, like, nah, that shit is out of pocket. Like, you got to address that. Quickly. Expeditiously. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got to say about corny, that shit. The shit is corny. Like, I feel like a lot of shit be getting past like that. A lot of a lot of things. Like even like, even like certain artists. Like, and you ain't got to do it public. Just just like with anything. Like if you see somebody just getting out of line, like hit them up. Like, hey, bro. Like, that was out of line. Like, you wildin'. It's like, not necessary. It's not necessary. Even like with the Gary Owen shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, remember the other day when the boy talking about some. Remember when the dude was, was saying something about oh um. You not how you not Asian or you Asian like this and that. Oh, he was talking about oh black pussy makes me age like this. Maybe you should try it or something like that. And I was like, bro, like that shit was cringeworthy as fuck. But like y'all still be inviting this nigga to the fucking these cookouts, man. Like that shit is weird. Like, am I tripping for viewing that viewing that shit like weird? Like, nah, why you just couldn't say pussy? Like you said black. Like he be using being married yeah, as like, married black as a prop, it's bro. Coming that's, off as, that's it's, corny. It's, yeah, it's coming off as like a weird like fetish to him. Like, 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like it's it's just weird, man. Like I don't really wish to speak on Gary on and go on. Yeah, like but that, you gonna like, but that shit, like, it's yeah, a lot like, of shit. That's it's weird. It's, it is weird, man. Like, I do get what you're saying. Like that shit is because you sent me. The it's shit a lot of weird like, shit going on, man. You see that? Uh, Drew just sent me this shit about um. Uh, this New Jersey, New Jersey is requiring schools to teach about LGBT history. All right, that's Ooh. utterly ridiculous. When they can't even talk about African history, yeah, they in still ain't got. Schools. They still ain't got. African oh, they don't even give us a month. Let me, let me, let me. Let's, let's let me go in real quick. No, get in there. No, we are gonna get in our I bag was, real quick. I with was this fortunate shit. enough. Me and my brother, me and my brother Dolo was talking about this the other day. Like we were fortunate enough to have African American studies at our school. Shout out to Miss McFadden. That lady fought tooth and nail to teach us African American studies. She fought to teach us African American studies, and you know she went through a lot teaching us that. And they they didn't want her they didn't want her to teach us that that you know that curriculum. You know what I'm saying? Like most of the time, that shit was like an elective. It was an elective. But it wasn't like a, a a man like a a dated thing like other subjects, bro. Like, but you, you know, had a you had an option to take African American studies, right? And she she fought for that. You know what I'm saying? Like she fought a lot for that. She fought to take us on various trips so we can learn about our history and shit and, and stuff like that. Like she fought for a lot of things that 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 she should that in my opinion I feel she shouldn't have had to fight for. So when I see shit like this and you know, this is no knock on, you know, anybody in that, that lifestyle or whatever. It's just like rest of it's those shit that, you know, that that hasn't been rectified with with me as a as a as a black man like you know what I'm saying growing up as a black child in the school it's like system. they be trying to lap us lap us with that shit yeah man. it's like certain people like you know they still not teaching slavery correctly so like how are y'all gonna you know this euro step that y'all fucked up on you know teaching us our own history and now you're gonna say it's required to teach LGBT LGBT history. What is that? What is that? I want to know what that is too. Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. it, there is no history to it. It's a it's a preference, my nigga. There was never no That's signs it. that said no gays allowed here. Facts. There was never. There was never. Like a, they really be trying to attach it to a civil rights movement. There was never and it's a not gay that, only. Bruh. There was never a gay only water fountain. You know what I'm saying? And it's, y'all not getting y'all ass I get, beat. I get publicly. why. I get why you laughing at it, Drew, because it is. It is. No, it's it's, it's, it's ridiculous, facts, bro. Though. It's facts. It's facts to hundred because there's never been this shit in ever. Like ever. What you history? you never got locked up for being gay, Wait, my nigga. Talk about oh you Charlotte, know, were, Charlotte, damn. Oh yeah, the bathroom situation in Charlotte. Like that's that's really the only that's thing. light work. Yeah, you that's, know, that's, gays gays were really never light. gays were never like you know held captively and you know made chained to, together and, like. and, and and you know you know made to work for free for four hundred years. Like that never happened to gay people. Like you know never. Like, like this shit has been light, and I'm not saying that is is. And we're not we're not discrediting the nah, not, I'm not discrediting what they went through, but you know it don't compare. Like, it's it just facts. It don't compare. It's just offensive as fuck, bro. Like, it is, is offensive, bro. Because in a lot of schools, like African American history is not uh is not a staple mm-hmm. within which you have to learn. Like you can graduate without having to learn black history. And I feel like that shit is whack. You don't have to know any history to graduate or get a diploma. Like as far as black history. Like, no, that's that's what yeah, yeah like facts. It, but it, I had to learn I had to learn a a foreign language in yeah. order to graduate. If you, you talk to if you talk to anybody, like I'm sure we all right, have you friends. Gotta learn I gotta learn a foreign language in order to graduate, but black facts. history is yeah. is an elective in most high schools. Yeah. Like school, that shit whack. In my school they had a whole Holocaust class. Yeah. A whole Holocaust class. And let you have failed crazy. that bitch. Right. 
That was like thirty percent. Like that, a lot of times, I was like thirty percent of your grade. Like that's yeah. just ridiculous, bro. But like, if check this now, if you ask any of your friends, like say you got friend in Seattle, or California, or or Nevada, or anywhere like that, ask them about Charleston and the history of Charleston. They, they, don't, they don't know. They don't know. They don't. The it, most they probably know now is about the Charleston Nine. Nine, exactly. And and that's the people, only history, and some people still don't even really. Understand the seriousness really of that. A lot of people don't really grasp the seriousness of that either, though. Yeah. yeah right. And so, with that being said, how are they, like you said, how are they going to Euro step over what is the foundation Shit, of America? This country. Yeah. Yeah. This country. And that still needs fixing within the whole education curriculum. 1,000%. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's still, like, 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 like Dolo was just telling me, like, the school he went to, like, growing up as, as like, you went to a private school. He told me, like, when they refer to like Africans and slavery, they refer to them as cannibals. Mm. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like it's you can go on Twitter and look at like certain people like, hey, this is what they teach my my kid about slavery, and they'd be like, they make it look like the slaves were like employed like employees. One thousand percent, I and saw that. That's shit. not what it is. Nah, <laughs> nah, it, it wasn't. What, and then hold on, we don't even gotta because our history don't even start at slavery. Like. They don't. We don't. They don't teach nothing about what happened with us before slavery, like the Mansa Musas, mm-hmm. you know, just like the, mm-hmm. the the great leaders we had before, you know, the slavery shit happened to us. So it's like y'all still got all this shit to rectify, but because I don't even. I'm not even gonna say, but 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 because what is the reason why there is an LGBT history like the, course? The, the, is, it shouldn't like to me. It's like what is. At what 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 monumental moments did they have within a history that was groundbreaking, or that they had to fight survival in this country? You see what I'm saying? Like, and like I go back to it, it's like they trying to overlap, and I see this amongst a lot of in the black community. A lot of them be forgetting that you black first before that you are gay. You see what I'm saying? Like, you gotta when you walking walking around this country, they gonna see you as black first. Like don't forget that. Yeah, they not going You, you know what I'm saying? They not going they, they not, not going to say, "Hey, where's your where's your sexual preference identification card?" Yeah, you no, know what I'm saying? You're a black man first. Facts. You know and saying? like how is it that a lot of these schools and I know this for a fact, especially in my school, like it wasn't a requirement to have, like I said earlier, it wasn't a requirement to have African American studies as a credit. That's something that you could have took as an elective and you've been cool or not. You it had, no graduated. Bearing, it had no bearing on you graduating. Yeah, it had no bearing on you graduating. So now that you're making a requirement, like it's kind of it's kind of seemed fucked up to me. Like you we need to push the envelope of black history first before you even tap into that. We need to get our money and our mule first before any I'm of that. I'm with that too. I'm with that too. I am with that too, Drew. <laughs> Crazy, boy. That shit is wild. Yeah, I, I just had to send that to y'all because that shit just made my blood boil. Like, nah, you're real. right, bro. Like, nah. New like, Jersey has become the second state in the nation after California to adopt a law that requires school to teach about law. LGBT history and a move held by civil rights groups as a step towards inclusion and fairness. Governor Phil Murray, Governor Phil Murphy, a Democrat who promised to promote equality for gay and transgender people during his campaign, signed the bill Thursday. Among those celebrating the news was Jamie Brushoff and Vernon. Of Vernon, who 12-year-old transgender child Rebecca spoke in support of the bill in Trenton in, in December. This bill is important for our young people. They need to see examples of themselves in, in the history being taught and in classes that they're going to each day. We know representation matters. What in the flying fuck? Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. The <laughs> law does not apply, apply to private schools. 
when are we when is African American studies gonna be a law that you have to teach and that you need to graduate in order to graduate? NAACP failed us. Yeah. I would say that. Shit like, like this, yeah, yeah. Shit like this. They need to get on they need to get on the ball with this one. There's no way, bro, that shit should be lapping. And and I honestly I felt like as far as treatment, I felt like they kinda lapped us. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Treatment overall perception and, and media because if anything, like it's media, the like, world is more catered to like you, you can't say anything, anything like going back to like the company conversation. Like, they they get on comedians for tripping off, like you know, you know, people from that life, like even with the Kevin Hart shit, that shit was 10 years ago. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Was, like, that was ridiculous. I'm not saying that it was right, but it's like, damn, like. We still get tripped off for now. It's not even the fact that it's not right. It's comedy, my nigga. Yeah, like, within comedy, comedy, there's like, no boundaries. It's like. comedy, bro. Like, so you mean to tell me, I've seen white people, you know, have tasteful comedy dialogue about race relations, but you can't have a tasteful comedy dialogue about sexual preference? That shit is wild that to me, That shit is wild to me, man. Like... That shit is wild. I, and I, and like I said, bro, you can ha- have it, but put black history on the same level. Mm-hmm. Give it the same treatment, bro. Yeah, that's what we said. If you're going to have an LGBT requirement history course in schools, have a black history course requirement in school. Have it the same. Because our, our, our country was made off our hands. It's a lot of shit that, that needs to be taught when it comes to black history, bro. They only only giving us a month. <laughs> you and, see what I'm saying? Barely that. And the crazy thing, like, there's just like along the same line, like Sizzler, he's a uh, one of hell of one of one of the greatest uh, reggae artists to come about is banned from like the Sting Festival because of lyrics from back in like 1998 and 1999 of of you know. Speaking against gays or whatnot, mm-hmm. but you know that in in Jamaica that com- that culture mm-hmm. is is much different in how they view that. So you mm-hmm. know they would if they saw like their son or somebody gay, they would probably beat the brakes off. Like the community would beat the brakes off of him. Mm-hmm. He comes out the house in a dress and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's shameful for your family, to your mother, to your grandmother, and all that, which they speak on. But you're going to harm. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna make. You're gonna make this festival miss out by turning away one of the greatest artists like Sizzler along From the lines of Bougie Bonton. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's crazy to me on some shit that he he recorded many of years ago. Right. It's time, times yeah, you changed. don't you don't know if he probably have grown from that. Exactly. Yeah, right. Everybody, no, listen. Everybody at some point in time had probably said something slick about gays or something like that. Like, remember I told you the breaking point was when Kobe called the ref yeah. a faggot. Yeah, right. you fucking faggot. Yeah, like that was like the turning point. And like even as kids, like especially when I was in elementary school, like I used to use that word loosely, loosely, bruh. like right. on For the court. Real. Like if you did some whack shit, you'd be like, bro, stop acting like, like that's what we used to say. You see what I'm saying? Right. But you grow up, you when get you older, you'd like, you be like, like that's damn, that shit was whack. That shit was whack. You, you know what I'm saying? saying? Like right. I really had no reason to say that shit. You see what I'm saying? But like for you to make it, uh, like I want to know what the what is the history. What is it? That's what I want to know. Because too. it's just to me, it's just a preference. Yeah. Like you, see what I'm saying, like this right here, 
This ain't no preference. Nah, it's not. I was made this way, and right. I got treated different because I look this way. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Even like when my, I'm gone, I'm still going to be a black yeah. man when I'm Like, gone, my, huh? my ancestors were slaves in this country. Like, we built this fucking country. You see what I'm saying? Like, all this shit that y'all see, like, we created this shit. We built it so that the gays can have the rights that they have. You see what I'm saying? And, like, me growing up, the only thing that I saw them get discriminated against was, was like, light shit. You see what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't never got thrown in jail for your sexual preference. We the the first, like, we the first, like, army. Like, you know what I'm saying? We the first, like, you know, the veterans, if you really think about it. Yeah. Like I said, if you're going to have an LGBT requirement for a history course, make it for black history, too. Big facts. Point blank period, bro. It got to be the same energy, fam. Exactly. So, you know, we're going to move on from that because... I really don't feel like having my blood boil no more. Let's go on to something more lighthearted. Uh, Mike, finals over tomorrow, right? What's uh, over under? What's the chances of the Warriors winning tomorrow night in the finals? I don't know, but you know, I just sent you that shit about. Yeah, KD, so that's man, I'm about to get so into like, that. So it's looking like the Warriors, certain players are confused over this KG yeah. shit. It's growing confusion and angst. That's interesting. Angst is an interesting word choice. Among some players regarding KD's return from torn in from the injury. So, with that being said, Mike, what what do you think is going on? It's in the over now. That right there just confirmed it's over. K, KD out of there. Yeah. 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 But you know what? I don't blame KD. I blame Steve Kerr. Why? He's the coach and he's the one who's been giving false hope about this injury, bruh. Had you kept it 100 from the jump, you would even had this report coming out. Y'all been sitting up here lying for weeks about KD's injury. When we seen this man outside the locker room with ice around his fucking ankle, not his calf. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? I was like, nigga, we're not stupid. We're not stupid, dog. Like, he might not have torn the Achilles 100%. It is damaged. It's damaged. And most of the time, when you fuck up your Achilles, like, you tear the bitch. Right. Now, you could probably do some, like, you damage to it. it. You could probably sprain it. But not even that. It's worse than that. But I don't think it's completely, like, sh- like, uh, like ruptured. Right. I think it got a significant tear, though. Right. You see what I'm saying? Because and they trying to let it heal. They trying to let it heal. But that heal process is taking a long time. It's like, you got to think, even, even uh, from, like, when I've been seeing folks talk about how he look... Shooting around, but he's not even in basketball shoes. That's what yet. I'm saying. They saying KD is wearing flip flops and barefoot. You yeah, know what I'm saying? he so is. If he's at that comfort level to where he can't even put a, a sneaker on, it's a wrap. To say that we in a, in game five of the finals now, and where he went it matters. out. He went out May eighth, over a month ago. So it's like you know, come on, y'all. No, and see- I get it. I get it. You know, we, you're going to protect. You are. You want to. You want to. I kind of get where they're coming from, like as far as playing chess, not putting out all the information, especially during the finals right now. You don't want to have the the Raptors feeling like it's a it's a complete cakewalk. It might turn around, but at the same time, you know, I don't know if Steve Kerr is telling everyone in the locker room the same thing, telling the telling the media in the locker room different things. I'm with that. Don't lie if, to the players. If yeah, if you're telling the players that KD might come back too, then that's wrong. Now, if you're telling the players behind closed doors, yo, this is what we're dealing with seriously, then I can't really be mad at Steve Kerr. But if you're telling these players the same thing you're telling the media, oh, he's 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 questionable. It might it, it might he might make a return. 
then you're you in the wrong because you know you you got these players thinking like oh yeah we we might as long as we hold it down KD might come back you know what I'm saying and that's not what's going to happen this shit over tomorrow <laughs> I really don't see. I don't see Kawhi. Leonard. They mentally shot now, and then with this report yeah, coming out that like, the players is looking at KD funny. Like, yeah, it's over. I was I was looking at ESPN last night, and it was and this dude was basically he's an insider with the team. He's been around the Warriors for a very long time. He said I've never seen the locker room this quiet after a loss in the playoffs, let alone the finals. How they done? That's the they sold been snatched. They sold been snatched, bro. They sold was snatched. And, and I saw it because the halftime score was 40-something to 40-something. I said, bro, once the Raptors the start getting rolling, bro. No, but even with that, when I saw that, I was like, all right, the Warriors are a third-quarter team. I knew that shit was dead that game. When I saw Kawhi come out that third quarter, hit two the of threes back-to-back, back, one in transition, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is All that 20-something run, that shit was, was dead. dead. Yeah, it that 20-something to three run, 20 to seven, that shit run. Like, and you dog. know what it is? I felt like the Warriors was waiting on a moment like that to happen. And it never came through nah, for them. It didn't. They need. They got to thrive off that energy. They got to, and it never happened yeah. because whenever, whenever they would try to like make a moment to build off, Kawhi came right down, and or or Kyle Lowry came right down and, and shut that shit down. You mm-hmm. had uh, Ibaka playing out his mind. Bro, I literally seen Warriors fans in the comments like, "Bro, they need to stop lying to us about KD. Stop giving us false hope." I be like, "Bro, I could have told y'all that in the Western Conference Final because they was flirting with it in the Western Conference Final. Listen. They was like, well." You know, we're going to see how he looked for game one. All right. KD's ruled out game two. We're going to see how he looked for game three. Uh, Then when they went up 3-0, they shut the shit down because they pretty much knew the shit was over. Then they kept flirting with, okay, well, KD might be possible for a game two return in the finals. Then they got to, okay, well, we're going to see how he looked game three because, you know, they got two days rest Mm -hmm. in between them boys traveling back. The man has not practiced. Today's Sunday. Any tomorrow. reports? Any reports of KD practicing? No, he's not fucking playing, bro. He wasn't playing since the day that he he fucked that shit up. Yeah, I think they they already know he's he's leaving. So I think the reports are going to come out. But of, this makes it worse, bro. It like, does. It, it players, does. If players are looking at this That's nigga funny, saying. but they, they not, shouldn't they, be looking at KD funny. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he right. has somewhat of a say-so as a teller players if he want to. He don't have to. But Steve Kerr is the one getting up every fucking day. Pushing this false narrative and false hope about KD coming back, bro. Right. He's wrong for that. Right. And he got to be held accountable. Like, if you know that man is hurt more than what he is, say what the fuck it is, bro. KD, I had to deal with that in free agency. That's not your problem. Mm -hmm. That's his problem. But it's your job to be 100% truthful and honest about this shit. Now you got a report coming out before a game clincher about, oh, it's angst and confusion amongst players about KD injury, bro. And it shouldn't be like that. Now your players are really shot going on the road to game five. This shit over, man. Draymond just got to shut up. <laughs> he just got to. He's talking about they can, they won without KD, so they can do it without KD. Now, now to say to say, to say the least in this whole situation, KD is 30. He's be 31 in September. All right. Any kind of injuries in your 30s now, it ain't healing like how it it. it Probably was in your early twenties. You know what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think it affects him that much though. But I'm saying if it's if it's if they're saying that it's a strained calf, he would have been playing by now. Right. 
So that's what I'm saying. At 30-31, it's clearly more than just a strain right, calf. Right. I knew that from watching. I watched that game live. I, I, when that walk looked like Kobe when he tore his shit. Mm-hmm. That like, is, that's the same walk. <laughs> he looked He looked back to see if somebody kicked him. Exactly. And that, I'm telling you, it feels like a like when you when – you, anytime you hurt – if y'all know, because I stay injured. So – so no, nah, for real, you, big you're healthy right now, my nigga. I'm doing good. I'm right. doing good. But I'm telling you that it feels like like a hockey putt just chops the back of your calf or the back of your leg or somebody kicks it like give you a dead leg. Right. That's how it feel. And he turned and looked back and there was nobody there. Then the nigga just started limping. The nigga felt like he got shot in his fucking leg. Bruh, the nigga tore that shit. They just need to say that shit. For real, he tore. But his my Achilles. thing is this: Game I, Six would be Thursday. I feel like even if. Steve Kerr was just been telling them in the locker room, this shit is torn. Don't expect him back. And still telling the media something else. I'm with that. that yeah. But if you telling these players and the media the, the same, same thing, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's that's, different. That's yeah. that's different. Mm-hmm. You different. know what I'm saying? Like I can understand. You it, keep it real it. with your unit. You don't if you want if you want to keep the media out of your business as a unit, especially while y'all in the finals, I'm with that. Yeah. But if you telling the players the same thing you telling them, you playing your you playing your team. Well, he, they can't. They don't have the confidence in the team to hold their damn water. You know what I'm you saying? Don't think like, so? look, look how. I mean, honestly, Draymond, if anybody, he's going to be the type to to say or hint the the inevitable. I wouldn't. I, that's the thing. Even I don't know. I don't. I don't even think Draymond would even would even do that. I mean, if you, I wouldn't argue you saying that based off his history alone. But I don't think. Me personally, I don't think Draymond would throw would throw KD or Kurt under the I bus think he like would. that. You think he would? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I I just think you know for them for the safety of the finals and all that. Well, I I see your point, Mo, because if you tell the players like, "Yo, listen, y'all got to figure this shit out because KD ain't coming back," it's gonna it's gonna it's give them different. a different mindset. It's different. To, they're not to coming to think they're gonna get saved. Yeah, and I and honestly like. I feel like they they got it together. They just wasn't like honestly. Think about the shots that they were taking the first two quarters. Golden State was, for the most part, it took a while for Toronto to start rolling the ball to to stay in this game. But they stayed in the game because After that first half. I kind of thought I was like, all right. When I watched when I watched Game Four, I was like, all right. It's take like the the Raptors shot bad that first half. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. But it was still low score. It was still low score, and it was only down by like eight points, I think. Nah, it was only down by five at half. All right, they so, cut it to five. Right, because he hit the two threes. And it yeah. was up one. Mm-hmm. All right, so when I watched that, I was like, all right, they shot, they shot bad that first half. They only down five, but I'm still thinking like, yo, Warriors home, plus their third quarter team, plus they know they need this game. I heard MVP chance in the third, fourth quarter for Kawhi Leonard, and then at the end of the game, I saw what the fuck was really going on. Like, dog, them boy flooded that fucking arena, bro. I never seen that much. Uh, bro, them boy, they fans. fans is trash, bro. They fans is trash. Yeah, but we all knew that though. Yeah. Like, them boy ain't got no real fans hey, like that, Warriors, bro. Any, any, I only know one real Warriors fan. My nigga, y'all fan base is trash, my nigga. Like, I seen, I seen teams win finals on the road, and and they fans ain't in there like that. You see what I'm saying? Y'all like hold. I seen that. Y'all hold. I seen that. I seen like a little group of, you know, like Spur when uh who was the last team that went on the road? When um shit, when the when the Warriors went in Cleveland. 
Right. Last year. The Warriors fans wasn't in there in, uh, in, in Cleveland like that. Dog, it was nothing but a sea of Raptors and Toronto fans killing that. I'm like, bro, holding y'all whack. They was in there holding it down. Holding it down, bro. But y'all supposed to be this home court advantage type team. Y'all what's trash. They, what's they, uh, what's they, uh, what's their motto? Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. The numbers weren't there. <laughs> they almost dubbed them like the 12th man of the NBA. Like, come on, that man. Dead. That, that shit, shit dead. dead. No, that shit super I dead. I saw that shit, bro. I was like, bro, like, no way, bro. He was walking out with, like, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. It was that bad, though. But just to see that many Toronto fans in there, I ain't never seen no shit like that. Now, I was I was actually kind of shocked to see, because like, when they started making that run back, it was still loud in the damn arena. I was thinking, like, it's going to be kind of quiet. Now, that shit sound like they was practically at home, like... That's how deep they really were in there, bro. <laughs> and then uh, I heard MVP chance for Kawhi. I'm like, dog, how many Raptors fans is in there? Them niggas was in there. Bro. Then deep. at the end of the game, I just see a C, a like, and this ain't just like no front row no, type it shit. Was like sections when this is like, sections of Raptors like, you fans. You can tell all of them had they had like wolf together. I get toward the end of the game. I'm like, like dog, ain't no way, bro. Like that shit down. I can't even front. <laughs> it was like on some real shit. That, that shit. But what was holding that shit down, I bro? I kind of a different respect for them boys just based off that alone. Bro, you know so crazy? Like, and like this is just being real. I'm not even saying this because I'm a fan, bro. Like, the Bulls fans travel heavy. When we, even when we beat the Jazz in 98, the Jazz, it wasn't that many Bulls fans in there like that. Right. It wasn't. Like, the Utah Jazz fans, like, yeah, they held that shit down. But like, to have your shit damn near like, they was they yeah. was a majority of that crowd. Yeah. And I find that shocking, bro. If you got MVP chance for another another player in your arena, bro, like nah. <laughs> your your fan base suspect, but we already knew this though. Because the Warriors just came out, out of nowhere mm-hmm. and ran with this dynasty. You see know what I'm saying? I ain't know niggas ain't never really been no Warriors fans. I don't really hear niggas talking about the Warriors since the We Believe team. And that was 07. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, from 07 to what, 2014? Yeah, 14. It's like, all right. They was the laughing stock of the league for years. For years. They was always that bottom tier team yeah, with like, like. When they had, they was always that bottom tier team. With the Clippers. When the Clippers yeah, was trash, it was always, them. They would always have potential players. Yeah, you know like Jay Rich was like there. Like Monte and all Monte. those boys. Like, so and none of them like, niggas is coming through them doors to help them. None of them. None of them. Harrison Barnes ain't coming back through. Harrison Remember when the boy had David Lee? David Lee's not coming through. David Lee not coming. All I know is that the boy. Andrew. If that boy Danny Ronnie Green Turioff. lights up Monday, this is it. That's game over. Oh no, that three one shit that they trying to hang on like with the Cavs and oh, this ain't yeah. that. No. Oh, that's not happening, man. Oh, I've never seen because you know y'all thinking this shit about to happen with y'all. You know, no, you know niggas niggas was because even if you if they they played I see this clip a lot. They played a whole uh they played a media the media day in between, you know, the game five when LeBron before LeBron won this mm-hmm. on his comeback and it was and LeBron was basically saying because they was asking him what was you and Clay having words about and LeBron basically was like, you know, it's hard being a bigger person, but I'm always gonna be the bigger person. All right, we just gotta yeah. come out and play. After after they heard they read the cap that damn Clay said. Yeah. So oh, Clay, Clay, Clay been talking that shit too after they won game two, and guess what happened? I see you in the bay, Aubrey. Yeah, and them boy took two games at the bay. Whooped the ass. Whooped that ass. And then Clay, Clay <laughs> come down at the timeout doing oh, Rock yeah, the yeah. Baby. Yeah, Rock the Baby. Yeah. On, uh, Ky, uh, baby Kyle Lowry. 
It's like and don't get me wrong now, Clay had a good game, a good game four. Now he came out, he did his thing, but the boy cut that ass. It's looking like y'all need a KD, mm. you know, you know Draymond cool for y'all. And, and that's why, I, like, I wasn't really trying to get on the whole like LeBron thing at the game four, but like it is what it is, bro. I mean, at the game three, like it is what it is. Like when y'all niggas won y'all championship, niggas gave y'all fucking credit for y'all championship. It was none of that. Oh well, you and know they LeBron was hurt. Didn't have this and LeBron nah, didn't have, bro, he well, lost. He, he lost. So you lost because even because I'm gonna I'm put it like this. Because I try, I, I see niggas try to flirt about oh, Raptors know if they was. Nah, cause no, listen, I don't want to hear that. Niggas didn't give LeBron that when when Kyrie went down. Yeah. You know why? Yeah. Because LeBron still went up two one. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? LeBron, LeBron beat exactly. him by himself two one. Exactly. So y'all was one one going back home. Exactly. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And you lost two at home, bro. I can't give you that, bro. It is what it is, bro. Like would, had y'all had had one, had y'all had split these home games. It'll be a different conversation. No, you know what shit. You know what it was at the end of the day. Niggas swept the Blazers and thought Raptors was sweet. That's what it was. Cause them niggas hadn't lost a game since KD went out. The boy went two and zero against the Rockets, right. and they went uh for they were six and zero without KD. The Raptors is just a better fucking team. I don't give it. I don't care if KD was there. I had the Warriors winning, but honestly, bro, when I look at it now, I don't think he making that much of a difference, bro. The more defense is something serious, bro. Serious. And they got they got other options of scoring, like all right, what Ibaka had what twenty twenty, all right so one Van Vliet offense not niggas can trip but defense, he been playing defense win championships but you still got to put some points on the board so all right so I'm looking at it like this you're gonna get your thirty from Steph you're gonna get your get thirty twenty five from Clay right Draymond give you his ten his ten points in the first half. That's not a knock on Draymond because Draymond contributes. But Iggy's other, not giving you 17 Iggy, a night Iggy's every not night. He's going to give you 17 no. a night every game. Looney's uh, not going to give you Looney's 10 not every night. You, uh, Quinn, Quinn Cook is not going to give you those the four threes that he had that one game. That's, That's not, not happening. That's not going to happen every night. And that, that was proven. What was that? Game Quinn, four. Game four. Yeah. So you need a KD in these situations when you're playing a team that plays defense, that does the hustle, that they, they, they do everything on the court. And. They got Kawhi who not letting up, and niggas hold on, and niggas are saying this too. Man, bored. Niggas man. are saying this too. Kawhi hurt too. You know what I'm saying? Kawhi still playing injured too. He, that yeah, quad, he a little gimpy. That quad not a hundred percent. But look so, what he doing. Look what he's doing. He's still putting up thirty four. He's, he's still putting up thirty four a night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas, niggas. You do realize this man about to tie KD for Finals MVPs and rings. So, without without no, hopping on some other shit, I'm gonna give Kyle Lowry some props too because I'm I'm tough on Kyle Lowry. Oh no, me too. But before he's, the he's series, the niggas was basically saying, "Oh, Steph is gonna gonna put Kyle Kyle on the on the summer jam screen, blah blah blah." I knew off top because I know the type of point guard that Kyle Lowry is. He's a defensive minded player. Period. Before anything, and rebounder. He's not a hoe. He's not a hoe on on the defensive side. So I'm going off. All right. Yeah, he was just so inconsistent offensively, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, but even even this series, he's been very consistent scoring. He won it because he want this shit. Yeah, he want this he shit. Know now. where he's at. You know, what like saying? I seen them boys walking out at the game four, like in game three Ain't with no reactions. Shit. No, Ain't nobody celebrating. Kawhi shit. rub off on them boys. Yeah. See, last year that shit was okay. There was they. It was different. They, they didn't take it serious. When you got a nigga who done been on that stage and got a cold Facts. heart with this shit. It rub off. That's why I know he was never a system player. 
And I saw with DeMar this year, there's no reason why they shouldn't have lost to the Nuggets, bro. It's, they should have beat the Nuggets, bro. That's that's why I'm saying. Like, that's, I'm glad you brought they that up. They cut different. After game four, there was no niggas. There was no smiles. Niggas was just walking back to the locker room. We know we got a game Monday. This shit ain't over with. And they know because they know Steph gonna come out there. And they jacking everything come Monday. Oh, oh yeah, facts. They, ja- they jacking open, everything. If it's open, it's flying. Yeah, it's, not, I seen. I seen to the point. You know they be trapping Steph and Clay off the screens. They don't give a fuck where they at. They shooting. Mm-hmm. And now imagine how it's gonna be game five. Yeah, because I saw Clay. Clay was taking like 34, <laughs> 34 footers. Like he was shooting. He was shooting that. They gotta ball. let it fly now. Yeah. And, and like I said, today's Sunday. I ain't seen nothing about KD practicing. He's not playing. And here's the thing. If he don't practice and play, that motherfucker is gonna get. They gonna make him work on defense, work. Yeah. So even if he's, even if he do score twenty points, that's gonna be the hardest twenty to twenty five points he's ever gonna get. Bro, he's gonna fuck up it even more. That's what I'm saying. He's not like, playing. He's not. Playing and you know, it's, you know, I I shoot KD some bail. I'm gonna feel bad for KD if he catch heat behind it because he don't deserve it. He no, don't he deserve don't. the heat he behind don't. that shit. He don't. You got to put that shit on Steve Kerr, bro. He is hurt. He is hurt. No, he's hurt. He's hurt. He don't deserve. He don't deserve nothing. He don't deserve no flag behind catching. Nah, issue. Like, it's, Steve, it's on Steve Kerr. It's on Steve Kerr. You got the whole Steve Kerr accountable for this shit. And like, if players want to look at KD funny, it's like, nah, bro. Like, what you want the man to do? You see what I'm saying? Like, you can't fucking move on that shit how you want to. He's not even wearing sneakers. You see what I'm saying? Like, nah, like. But if, if the players are having any sort of animosity, you need to have it towards towards the coaching coach. and front office, bro, for not and training staff, the doctors who handling that shit. Uh, also, I think people's not taking it as serious because he's still with the silly shit. Like he's doing like peeking around the corner with a hoodie on and shit. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna knock Katie for that. I'm not gonna knock him for that. Like I expect that from him because I expect that from Katie. He a weirdo. He's silly. I get it, but. This is the wrong time. Y'all down 3-1. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know it's not much he can really do because right. he's fucked up. But still, like, you see Kawhi Leonard when Buddy just try to give him a pound before the game. He's like, man, get your ass on the yeah, court. Yeah, like, nah, bro. I'm not, this, is, this is another thing. That's this a good thing. video, this is, know, this is how I know KD's not coming back. Clay was supposedly supposed to be out for multiple games. Even with Clay being out, ruled out, he still suited up. Katie ain't never He's not even sitting on the sideline. He's not sitting on the sideline. This thing's in the back playing Xbox. So this is how I know Katie is not coming back. He's not playing. He's not. But they also try to hype Cousins up, too, saying like. Oh, my God. That. Cousins not. He's not 100%. He's not. And you can tell. Like, he's he's flopping on everything, though. And the thing is, he looks so out of place. He looks terrible, bro. He's not in shape. He's not in shape. Simple. Yeah. You got Andrew Bogut out there getting buckets, and you out here lagging, bro. Like this shit crazy. It's like it's like they so shocked, like they so shell shocked. Like I'm, it's like four or five plays where I seen Boogie catch the ball. Boogie, seen, <coughs> Boogie ain't even played the fourth quarter. Game he four, didn't, he didn't at all. But it's like before that, before that fourth quarter, it was like a good like four to five, maybe six plays. I seen Boogie catch the ball wide open. Like, Just drop it, mishandling the shit. He throwing the ball in the traffic. Like, but but I'm saying he's he's catching the ball wide open, and he's not even trusting his jumper no more. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he ain't made a three all series. Nah, he hasn't. <laughs> nah, he hasn't. <laughs> and Boogie is known for being like you know him and AD was. I I used to get him credit for being the centers that 
change the game as far as like they can score from literally Versus anywhere. But Boogie is like a shell of himself. Yeah, he got. He got. Yeah, he got. He's not getting there. a max. No, he's not. He's getting another one year. If honestly, and honestly, he might be coming back. No, I feel like that's his. He best, really got no choice. That's the smartest move. Honestly, <laughs> I feel like this. He needed to devote this. But do you season. think that the Warriors are willing to? Invest some serious money in the boogie. He's gonna give him another yeah, one year. He's gonna have to take another five you million. You don't know what's gonna happen with Clay. You don't know what's going. You know KD leaving, right? All right. You don't. You, you don't. I don't know what's gonna happen with with Clay. I feel like if Boogie devote the off season to getting in shape and and back healthy, he'll be all right. This season coming up, Boogie is my guy. But to be real, you did try to hop on, hop he on that bandwagon. Yeah, you tried to, tried to ride wave. that wave. So this is basically like some for karma. you, for you to try to clown KD for doing that, and then out the blue, you gonna do the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, not the same shit, but you hop on a on a on a power team. It's like, all right. If, you know if the saying? Lakers don't get AD and the Warriors don't sign him, Cousins back, I see him going to LA. The Lakers? Mm-hmm. Boogie? Mm-hmm. I can see that. I can see that, too. Because he's going to be cheap. He's going to be cheap. They can, yeah, they need They, they need a guy. They, they, need a big, they need a but big I was, man. I was watching, uh, what was that, what JaVale McGee was on? Was it first take? No, he was on Undisputed. Undisputed. I feel like. He was trying to convince Shea Sharp. That <laughs> did they get to Western Conference Finals? Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't disagree with that, honestly. Oh, no, I got to see how they roster turn out. No, he was saying if. This season, no. That, listen, we don't know what we don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs. So listen, if we don't we don't know if the KD injury was going to happen or not. So it's like if that injury happened, you don't know what really would happen. Like if the if the Lakers got in the playoffs and they was still fourth seed, right? They was if I'm I'm going off them still being in the upper class of the Western. Of the the Western Rockets Conference. beat them in the first round. We don't know that. I know. I know that. I know it's easy to pick on the Rockets, but they would have beat the Lakers. Because they would have just out. No, 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 they have no. They they was the worst shooting team in the league. That's not nothing I'm making up. That's facts. They couldn't hang with the Rockets in shooting. Were, were they the worst shooting team before LeBron went down? Yes. They don't have no three-point shooters on that team. Not was, one. I'm saying, though, were they the worst shooting team before LeBron went down? That's what I'm asking you. Yes. And they was the worst shooting team with him there. This is just a fact. They couldn't even hang with the Warriors shooting wise. I'm just being real. I don't know, man. I'm not going to knock Javale for for feeling like that because at the end of the day, he's on the court with them boys. Like he he had his best career numbers. This gonna the be the, this gonna be the biggest free agency since 2010. That's all. Yeah, I this know. gonna be crazy. I'm just I'm I want the Warriors to go ahead and get their ass cut so we can get to the off season. I want to know what the fuck about to happen with everything because like Mike just said, this gonna be the craziest off season. Ever we got draft coming up, we got all these trades about to go on. I want to know what's going to happen. And yeah. New York got the money, look like they say y'all targeting AD too. Yeah, we are. That's probably like our best move. At I wouldn't move Jason Tatum, no man. I mean, neither, but I feel like he's the future of that I feel team. Like us moving Jason Tatum would be like a desperation move, honestly. Mm-hmm. He's the future, you got to keep him. And he's already said that he wants to stay there. He said he wants to be like that type of Paul Pierce player that stayed with him us his whole, like most of his career and win a ring, win possibly more rings. Mm-hmm. So when I, I, I trust Jason Tatum saying he want to stay with us over Kyrie saying he want to stay with us. We'll see. I just need me a guard, man. 
is is Paul Pierce trolling with this whole wheelchair and he had to take a shit? I don't know. <laughs> you oh, don't? Man. I don't know. That nigga did just It's the truth though, man. <laughs> <laughs> Man's wildin', bro. He is. My dog said he had to go take a shit on them boys. My nigga was the finals MVP that year. Like, what? what, what how are we, why are we still even knocking this man? Uh, I ain't knocking My dog had to go drop that turd, and then he <laughs> came back and did his thing. Like, so, woo, woo, woo. come on, y'all. <laughs> that's that's whack, though. Wheelchair, my nigga? A wheelchair. Did he shit himself? Let me ask you that. <laughs> Did, I don't know. He wasn't there. <laughs> that nigga Paul Pierce, bro, is just... He's he, silly, man. He's just silly, dog. He make it easy because he do it to himself, bro. Like, hey, he called he call the Raptors winning the series, though. Niggas clowned him. Now look what's going on. Yeah, one out of ten. I give him credit for one. Every dog has his. But day. then he say, "Well, who did he say is over for?" Oh, he said with uh, Milwaukee after mm-hmm. game one. At the game one. Who was that? Huh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason why them boy lost, man. Part of it. Nah, he ain't the reason why. He ain't on the court with them boy. We we folded. from a com- from a comedy standpoint. He's the reason why they lost. We folded. We did. We didn't. We had a perfect game plan. We didn't stick to the game plan. As you can see, another team did the same shit that we was that we did that game one. The Raptors did that and shut that nigga, took that nigga out the game. I didn't think the Raptors was gonna beat the Bucks. Be real, I didn't think it. But shout out to them, man. Raptors really about to be NBA champions out that bitch. I love that. It's good for the NBA. No super team, right? Dog, I'm telling you, the NBA is back to a fucking balance now. All that super team shit that shit, you don't. And I always was the. Guy who was saying, dog, you don't need a super team to win no championships, you bro. You, like, you just need Kawhi Leonard because he's a super team killer. You see what I'm saying? Like, it ain't even got to be that. You see what I'm saying? But it's like, what happened to the, you know, building your team shit? Like, mm-hmm. making I mean, the, the shit. Warriors did it. The making Warriors the team, did it. making the team balance. And niggas would be like, well, Jordan won six rings in the 90s. Yeah, but it wasn't easy. That motherfucker had six, seven game series with teams. Like, somebody got to win, bro. Like, if a team win five straight championships, they win five straight championships. Like, it is what it is. The Warriors went to five straight finals. That's why I never was, like, on this shit about the East was weak. Like, the East wasn't weak. LeBron was just that good. Jordan was that good, too. The West The ain't. East wasn't weak back in the 90s, either. No, it wasn't. And the West was, there was never this East was weak, West was weak. Like, teams just have, somebody has to win. And if that team is winning on a consistent basis. That just means they chemistry better. That's it. That's why That's why I had to ask that question. Yeah. I was like, my nigga, like, this is like the... What, fifth, fifth straight. Fifth straight finals, like, Warriors finals. The West, the West got to be weak, right? I mean, I don't think that, but I'm still saying, like... Y'all had a good run. Your dynasty is over now. Yeah, it's over with. I don't want to see nobody with these damn T-Mac... Wrap the jerseys or no damn Vince Carter. Oh, Except I've been me. a fan since then. I've, Except me. I mean, you can, fine. I'm not uh, a Raptors fan. Nah, I know you're not. T-Mac but I'm my saying, goal. like, the niggas that are going to be out here this Oh, with the saying, vintage shit? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I, Yo, what's coming? A, I've been a Raptors fan since T-Mac They're and lying. Vince Carter. I don't know no Raptors fans. Me I don't either. Know none. So I don't know when Raptors. I see them pop up, I'm like, all right. On their ass. Yeah. Yeah. Cousins! Cousins! <laughs> we on your ass. Hey, that shit was funny on the TL. Boy, Drew came out the cut with that. What? That nigga said, yeah, a little uh, thing my cousin. Drew talking about some cousins. Uh, I, I got shit. I'm talking shit about nigga in. Bean, man. I got, 
<laughs> hey man, that's that's typical Charleston shit though. Like you know I got shit. Too much Patriots fan. <laughs> hey man, and we pay, we, we Patriots fans like for real though. Like shout out my nigga Bean man. I got <laughs> my newly discovered cousin. That's really my cousin though. Like this for shit real, is like, the what the worst two to come together. That's fucking wild, bro. Like that's just crazy. God, you heavy. We got to text him immediately, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I I can hear him saying that. Like that's the thing. Like so when I walked, hey, in, when I got shut that shit down. Like I walked into the little, we had a little family function. Oh shit! My little cousin graduated college. Shout out to my nigga, little Donald. You know what I'm saying? Graduating, graduating college, gonna do good things at Clemson. But you know, he graduated. And I walked in the front. I was like, "This nigga being in here." I was like, "What's up, bro?" He was like, "What you doing here?" I was like, "That's my little. That's my peoples." He was like, "Bro, that's my peoples." <laughs> Inserts the Spider-Man gif pointing to each other. <laughs> Typical Charleston shit though, like that's how a lot of people meet their family around here though, like for real, like. Bro, that shit was why I was like, dog, it's what am I reading right now? These niggas are real life cousins, bro. Two I pay- would take that over it being like a female that I dealt with type situation. Oh, uh, okay, okay, I feel you, I feel you, I feel you. See, that's why I'm from Durham, North Carolina, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> by way of by way of the bird, right? <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> but see, yeah, you know. I'll take that over that any but, day. Nah, that's crazy though. Y'all both Boston fans, like that's that's really crazy. The odds of that, literally, dog, like what the fuck? Hey man, great minds think alike, and in my case, family think alike. So y'all probably the only Patriot fans in that whole family. Probably. Yeah. Probably. And it would be y'all two niggas that turn out to be cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, shout out to B, man. Shout out to B. B already knows I'm gonna give him hell. Like he was on, he was on the park one Sunday or whatnot, and uh, he, I came out just capping about Patriots. He's like, "Damn, bro! Like I'm trying to ball. Why are you talking shit, bro? Like, <laughs> like that's how I really be. I just be chilling. That's why, hey, nigga, the Patriots suck. I be like, bro, you not gonna dap me up first? I like, got so much slander back in high school from this guy about Peyton Manning and Tom Brady comparisons, man. Like. Using your bag oh six though, huh? Oh yeah, definitely, man. I don't think it is a comparison, but you know, I respect, I respect. Peyton All I'm gonna say is, it would have been two that he gave us, but damn, New Orleans needed it. I'm gonna leave it like that. I don't, I don't care how you <laughs> give it up. <laughs> Katrina came and wiped out New Orleans. They needed they the money. They did need it. They did need like, it. Like so, Peyton Manning in the fourth quarter throw a, a careless interception like that. I ain't like, never seen Peyton throw no pass like that. Thank uh, you. Like, Was that, he point saving? Bro, that pick was crazy because it was too long <laughs> developing, bro. Like, dog, Tracy Porter was right there with Reggie Wayne. Come bro. on, bro. Like, keep it a buck. Peyton don't do no shit like that, bro. Look at the season that we have, bro. Was was man's point saving or no? I, that man, like I said, I'm just gonna. Leave I thought the Jets was gonna beat them actually though and be in that Super Bowl. Nah, I thought that too. Thought the Jets was had a the, good the team Jets, in the back. The Jets back was crazy they did have a good year. team. They did. Then boy lost to Pittsburgh that next year. Man, I'm glad that Pittsburgh is at where Pittsburgh is at. In, 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 in disarray? Yes. I, I love it. A lot of fans, people feel like they're going to be good this year. The fans ain't flying the flags early as OTAs. Oh, why, are we about, why are we talking about the about the Steelers? Juju corny, bro. Like, as fuck. Like, you, now you milking this shit out. Like, I just saw some shit where this nigga was at a prom. First off, why are you at a prom? Second off, secondly, <laughs> why are you... Why are you still with the whole fuck AB shit? The shit dead now. You know what I'm saying? Why you Bleacher got kids? Third. Trash, third. Bro. Why is Bleacher Report still pushing this shit? I unfollowed them. Why? 
the shit corny on all three levels. They like the shade room of sports, bro. Yeah, they are. Like they really do be egging like beef that don't need to be going on. Like that was that why was, the fuck would y'all post that video that was of that shit? That's tasteless, that bro. Was tasteless on their part. It, it served, Dead that shit, man. It was no, it was no purpose in posting that at all. You know what I'm saying? Like if they if niggas found that out due to Juju's personal social media. Cool. Don't post that you shit and egg a, it on. You supposed to be responsible journalist. Journalist at the end of the day, that that served no. It served no purpose. That shit was dead. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, what if AB would have been like, all right, now nah, I'm gonna get my bag even more now. Now you just pushing more. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's pointless. Yeah. That it's, served that served no purpose. And it's also sharing a bad light onto your organization. Yeah, like, it, you look silly. You doing look shit silly. Like, like so now Juju's probably like what the star wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So this is how now this is what your star receiver is doing now. You know silly what I'm saying? Shit. So it's like y'all got y'all got rid of your nuisance, and now this is this is what represents y'all. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like it's and he probably whispered to the kids, "Hey, y'all do this chance." It's corny. It's corny, <laughs> bro. It's corny. Whether he whispered to them or not, like it's corny. The fact that he was allowing them to do the shit because you could have easily, hey, yeah, DJ, cut, cut that, that shit. shit yeah, cut that shit. Cut that, but he ain't did it. As a star player, yeah. you're supposed to do that type of shit. You could have tell recorded it that. jumping up and down. He egged it on. It the wasn't shit, a kid that released it's it. It's corny. It was him that released it. It's fucking corny, yeah, bro. It's 1, corny. 1,000%. It's corny, bro. Shit whack, man. But as you were speaking of earlier, you know, that was the girl who was upset that she got 6,000 likes or something like that. Like, people are doing this shit for social media 1,000% nowadays. Oh, like, no, yeah. Yeah, I had I had, rec- I had quote that shit on Twitter. Yeah, the girl was like, uh, only 21 likes. I'm really not that cute. But I had rec- uh, quoted and was like, I seen a girl take a picture down because she got 6,000 likes. That just lets you know, like, people not happy whatever level they at with this social media shit. This shit 6,000 likes? Niggas never get... It's certain niggas that don't even get 60 likes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you get 6,000 likes? And you're not even using your social media to sell nothing? You just posting ass all day. You you dissatisfied with 6,000 likes? Niggas ain't even getting 50 likes on the, on the Mother's Day of your mama. You know what I'm saying? Niggas don't even think your mom is worth... You know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, and it don't mean nothing to me personally if I was to post that and right. I only got X amount of likes. I didn't post it for y'all anyway. But it's still, it's it says a lot when people are not satisfied with certain things that some people are dying for. Like, that girl probably would have, she probably could have died if she got that 6,000 likes, but she got 21 likes. Probably from 21 people that really genuinely care about her. Mm-hmm. And she, you know. You, you know upset about like, that? Like, no, come on, I'm listening. Bro. And that shit just wild to me, bro. Like, it's really not that deep. You don't need no validation from social media on your life. Like, as long as you're doing what makes you happy, that all that that's all that matters. Like, if you get one like on your picture that you enjoyed and that you like, fuck it, post like, it. I like I like when niggas post like the uh they'll post like certain memes that be like. Me and the the three people that always like my posts. I Bruh, fuck with posts like I that. I just but, I just was about to I was just about to say something about that. I didn't know if it was gonna correlate though. No, like, I fuck with posts like that because it's like it's when you think about it's really not that deep. As long as you're doing it for you and you and yourself, you appreciate whatever feedback you get back from it. Yeah, because like, you really do got them followers though, bro. Like yeah, like them, them few that always like everything because that you they post, really fuck with and you. They really yeah. fuck I feel with like you. You should hone in on that. Like the, all right now, peep this now say. From a business standpoint, now say that girl who was dissatisfied with the 21 likes, she had a product she was selling for $1,000. 
and those twenty one people was gonna buy that 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 product for a thousand dollars each time she dropped. But you you dissatisfied you dissatisfied because you only got twenty one likes. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's asinine way of thinking. Yeah, it is, and that's that's just like marketing or anything like promotion or all that shit. Like just because you got sixteen likes, it doesn't mean that sixteen people saw this. A thousand, you got a thousand followers, two thousand followers. They still, it still hits their time. Sometimes they gotta catch up. Yeah, you gotta phone in on that. So it's been times. It's been times I log in, like I might see one. Well, you don't really post like that, but like Drew, that should be like twenty three hours ago, yeah. a day ago. It, 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 that shit happens, bro. It happens. Like, that's that's Instagram. that's the way Instagram changed up. They mm-hmm. they shit. Mm-hmm. It used to be time based of when you dropped it. Right. That's yeah, how the it chronological was. order. But now it now it's just it's scattered through even your even discovery page. Were, yeah. Now you got people paying for to be you know on that algorithm that that's seen you first. That's yeah. seen first. Yeah. So it's like you know you got that's a that's a whole new that's a whole new ball game, and you know you just. You just gotta move accordingly. It's not. It's at the end of the day, it's not that deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's really not. And see, I was I was at lunch um with little Brit. Shout out little Brit in the other room. But um, it was a guy speaking about like he sells like um, uh, uh, air conditioner units, and he's talking to these guys trying to sell this pitch. Like, yeah, if you type in this, you're going to see instantly my my uh my air conditioning company pop up. Because that's what I'm paying for. He's he's telling pretty much that he's he's paying these bots that every time somebody types in uh, best air conditioner or something, right. his is the first to pop up on every single social media platform. Mind you, he was capping because when the buddy was fat checked to him, he was like, well, you're, I don't see your thing. His shit was like number four or five. But there's people that pay more money for that number one spot. But all these people that you see that says ad, um, when you search anything, your search engine, like with these bots, especially like Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff, you get like these hair pages that like your shit. Uh, right. Those are all bots right. that are like, it'll shit. be like, yeah, it'll be like three in the morning, four in the morning. You got four hair pages following you, them liking your shit. It's nothing but bots that are following your stuff. I notice, I notice sometimes like if I like a certain Amount of pictures, a certain amount of time. Like, dog, my inbox, that request, mm. that should be full of fucking spam, Group chats, bro. right? That group chat yeah. shit, man. I had like 13 the other day. Yeah, bro. Like, and it seemed like every time I go on a liking, like, consistent, like, yeah. on like on a spree type shit, that's when that shit come up. Or, like, some bot pages start following me after I like a certain amount of shit. Like, mm-hmm. that well, shit my, is crazy. My problem is request messages now, so I can just... Delete them shit on yeah. top. So, but see, that's and that, and the, but just the the social media lane is just all it's about. Fucking, it's fucking with a lot of people it like really mental. Is. It's fucking with a lot of people mental. Speaking of, you had watched that uh that Kanye and David Letterman yeah, shit. I did watch it. I did watch the, it. I hear people say he was talking about like his mental health on that shit. He was talking about it, and uh, he basically was saying, you know, a lot of from what I got from it, it was basically a lot of people on the outside. Looking at him, not realizing that he is still dealing with like the mental shit because the way he talked about it, it was basically like you know he didn't know that he was you know had bipolar like tendencies or whatnot until until he had his breakdown. When he had his breakdown, that's I when I can see him having bipolar tendencies. That's when he that's when he really because that lady was, that 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 uh one actress she has that shit. Yeah, the one we thought. Yeah. yeah, so Jennifer like, when, Lewis. He, when he was saying, when he was talking about it, he was basically saying like, you know, 
I never really looked at it as being bipolar because at the end of the day, I'm still a Gemini. So it's like, that's just, that. that's just, you know, <laughs> that's just like, you know, yeah. that's just like, you know, the, the thing for it's us. the thing, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? But when he had, to his, a degree though, but that's what I'm saying. When yeah. he had, when he had his breakdown, that's when, when he came from under it, he was like, he was able to do his research on it. And that's where the, uh, that's where the Sunday service shit come from. That's like his release from it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's not like... I remember he was the one uh, front running for the takeaway of the likes and the views on Instagram. Yeah. He 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 didn't really talk about that. I think that that interview was probably before he came out with the whole like Instagram thing. But he basically was just talking about like, you know, him, him learning about like different ways to like treat himself and help people. Like going forward, because he was saying like when he want to do it the Sunday service. Like if you ever look at like when he filming inside like certain areas, like the lighting is different. Like that's like it's it's a, something called light treatment, and what that do it 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 uh it targets certain moods so it you don't like it it, it suppress your erratic uh, feelings and shit like that. So he was basically saying like he want to use the Sunday service thing as like a tool to help people with their different like mental ailments or what and whatnot. Mm. Like he ain't really it's not he didn't really, really want to call it Sunday service. Like it was more like a like a like a uh like an escape to get away from that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like to mm. try to help himself with it. With his with his bipolar. So I mean I, I fuck with the interview, like that shit was dope. Like yeah. like he had Dave uh come through his house and whatnot and uh like he was showing him like around his house. His, his house is dope, man. Like I, I fuck yeah, with Yeah, I that saw shit. it on the Charlemagne interview when he was showing him around there. Shit like that, but you know that was good. I mean, I just feel like, you know, I, I feel like it's always gonna be like this. I don't think it's gonna change because people people in are not gonna change when it comes to their wants and what they seek and what they see as validation. As much as you try to push that you should value other things, it's just, it's gonna hear it's gonna be here to stay because they feel like that's how they're known right. is on social media. Right. So they have to portray and maintain a certain image. So it's just all about the only thing you could do is. Is raise your kids, and hopefully they don't fall into that type of mental. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Boy, <clears throat> this social media shit is the devil, dog. So apparently, the Ghetto Boys, uh, Bushwick Bill, is not dead. Publicist, oh, he's not dead. Yes. Um, Everybody done been posting about yeah, him. Lou Duvall just posted yeah. about him too. Yeah. I brought it up because I saw people saying like, "Rest yeah. in peace, of Bushwick Bill." But yeah, apparently. Uh, He's still alive fighting cancer in the hospital. That's what his publicist just confirmed. All right. Well, I mean, hopefully, you yeah, know. He pulls through this. He pulls through, you know, his health can turn around. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, people, I don't know, That man. shit the devil, man. It's, it's like, you know, <laughs> God forbid some shit happen to me and people just spreading around that I'm dead and my mom don't even know that I'm in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, anything can happen. My your, mom. Your phone breaking now, niggas think nah, you dead. Nah, niggas think I'm dead. <laughs> niggas, or oh, I just with that nigga, rest in peace. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like with the episode when niggas thought Tommy was dead when he got in the, in the accident. When this nigga was, was getting wheelchaired around the hospital the whole time. <laughs> Shit crazy, man. Like, shit crazy. It should be crazy for real, man. Don't kill me if I did. Just be, respons- be responsible with your social media platform, bro. Like, you in the time now, that shit can get you fired from your job and shit. Right. Right. <laughs> when I, whenever, if, whenever I did have a job, or like, you know, working for people who would check that type of shit, I don't even got social media, but I don't, I don't got it. 
No. You not getting my you not getting my Twitter. Coworkers yeah. asking you, you got Twitter, Instagram? Nah, I don't nah, get Facebook. Don't. Nah. I don't got none of that. I don't got none of that. Yeah. If you send me a request and I work with you, you're getting blocked. You're getting blocked. Yeah. For real. Facts. You're getting blocked. And I'm gonna go on your page and block people mutuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you gotta be you gotta nah, be. facts. Like, no, nah, am I weird for saying that like I didn't add my family on social media, bro? I And I, I used to think I was doing like I was Bad for that shit, but like nah. Nah, I used to deny my cousins, nah, my little my, cousins, my grand, like my granddad, my grandma, they got Facebooks. They'll never see my. No, nah, when I was last time I was on Facebook, bro, like my grandmother was on Facebook. She sent me a request. My no, tumble, denied, denied. my tumble, denied. Little cousins, nah, we not doing that. My granddad was talking shit one day. He was like, "You, you be on the, you be on Facebook saying all them jokes." I be like, "Bro, what? <laughs> oh yeah, you blocked my nigga. Like yeah. you're blocked. I love you to that death. That shit ain't for that, man. Yeah, like, it's not for nah. that, bro. You, you don't follow way, me. But my way. sisters too. And I love my sisters to death, bro. Don't follow me on Instagram, Like, fam. you put way too much stuff on like, <laughs> I, I love you to death, but you're blocked, my nigga. Like, you're blocked. So this young lady posted, um, even Raw can't ride this wave in, like, a fishnet outfit, right, on Facebook. It looked like her auntie came on there <laughs> saying, <laughs> you like dressing like that and listening to people about it looks good. And most of them probably talking about you. Stop looking hoish. You have a child, and you would not want them to be affected by this, too. <laughs> she getting blocked. <laughs> yeah, she definitely about to get blocked. She getting blocked. <laughs> and and to... the comic getting deleted. She getting blocked. Definitely about to delete auntie. <laughs> oh, yeah, auntie gone. <laughs> yeah, listen, that shit was so funny. But no, nah, but for real, though, like my pops, shout out to my daddy. He's in, the, he's in my graveyard on Facebook right now. A fair request. <laughs> You're not coming in. No, I think the only person in. from like my family older than me that survived all that is my mom. Cause my mom don't really like my mom. My mom don't really care about that type of shit. Like right. you know what I'm saying? Like see me laughing. I think at it's something. just weird, bro. Yeah, like, my, my mom laughs at a lot of shit that I put on Facebook. I be saying some off the wall shit sometimes. Right. She laugh at that shit. But like that's what I'm saying. Like when I call her, I'm like, hey man, why such and such trip? She be like, I don't know. I don't care about it. That's all I need to hear. Right. One month I don't care about it, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? So you're blocked. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I'm talking to my mom, only person I really care about who would even be offended by certain things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if she cool with it and you got something to say about it, you're blocked. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, my pops checks out the podcast, so I already know. Like he, he, that's if anything, that's you get, where you get the most raw meat. Right. You know what I'm saying? Facebook is more of promotions and stuff like yeah, that. It's like, but know, still, I still don't like, even though I might have like a, a throwback, maybe a picture of like eight, nine years right. ago where I might that be. That don't mean you can follow me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I might have been quite belligerent when somebody shares this picture. I don't want to hear about this shit later. Yeah, facts. Exactly. Yeah. So, so what else we getting into, man? Anything else? Oh, uh, man, I'm good, man. Nigga about to get something to eat, though. I know that. I'm good, man. Shout out to everybody that was in the all white party last night. My nigga Chill, still in bed. You know, he hung over. Uh, <laughs> who, who threw the all white party? Man. I ain't really sure, but you know, I I saw I saw some some stars going out there. That's all I'ma say. Okay. Stars. I know Major Boy and Coop was the DJs. Um, I believe it was the what fifth annual. That was Courtney the Porch. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was erotic. Yeah, it's a erotic the porch. Erotic yeah, shout poetry. Out, shout out Courtney the Porch, friend of friend of Duarte Media. So yeah, salute, salute. So you know, I saw yeah. some stars in there. That's all I'm gonna say. That's what's up. Man. 
So you good? Yeah, man. Shout outs? Nah, man. I'm good. I ain't shout nobody out. I know this week. Just shout out to all the listeners, man. YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Shout out to y'all, man. Man, I'm going to shout out my nigga Tyler Cash because that damn album, raw, bro. Can't even lie, bro. I got to listen to that shit. I'm going to I fuck with it. Shout out to Tyler Cash. Um, who else dropped some new music in the city? We shouted out niggas, who's like major niggas. Who, who else dropped besides Tyler? Um, That's it? I believe so. I know Kiddo was supposed to drop one, but I think she postponed that. What about... Uh, <laughs> What about uh, Seeing Jesus? Because you just ran the Seeing Jesus out in the yes, streets. Yes, I did, man. And so, listen, when I tell you, that shit was the craziest odds of I was playing this nigga music, but you know he's a character also. So this nigga started, like, ripping off seatbelts and shit. Like, bruh, I know you're not playing my shit right now. Like, he got hyped in charge. But, yeah, y'all definitely check out Seeing Jesus on Apple Music now. Shout man. out Seeing Jesus and, Salute, and, and go back and listen to this episode on Coffee and Dutchess. My dog was rolling. It was <laughs> Rolling. Yeah, and in his words, if you don't listen to it, you pussy. Shout out to Jesus, man. So, like, like we say every week on here, or oh, we're just a messengers podcast. If you hear anything on the show that gets you in your feelings, always remember we're just a messengers. We out. <laughs>